Fool! You come back to Makalonia Temple a traitor! Traitor! Find your salvation on the far plane! Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How long does it take to beat Panants? <laughs> <laughs> Unlock Panants, maybe even. I don't know. Uh, I yeah, it almost, takes a while. <laughs> I have almost wasted as much time on this particular section of the game for this, like just this episode, than I did playing uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf for or uh, New Horizons for like one month. <laughs> Still way ahead in terms of hours put into Animal Crossing for way less, you know, getting way less back. But you know, more bells or more gill. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> more bells or more gill. Yeah, after you beat Penance, the final phase is Tom Nook, just like waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Time to pay his... the price. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy all the uh, if you buy all the furniture in Animal Crossing, you'll unlock a special piece of furniture, which is the Every FNFF podcast. My name is Curtis. I'm Carl. I'm Alex, and we have returning champion Zwanzig. Thank you for coming back. And to, to, due to scheduling confusion and communication issue <laughs> on my part, we have a second guest, Camper. Hi. Hi. Uh, I feel like that was like, like the way that you said that, you were like, and we also have Camper on. because <laughs> <laughs> It's my fault. I'm, I'm Zwanzig's uh, stunt double. <laughs> Do you ever see that... Um, the Nathan Fielder uh, inter um, interview on Conan where he's like, okay, if this interview goes bad, I have a backup guest and she just brings on Susan Saran and she just sits there staying completely silent the entire time. So it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, so if the interview starts going bad, you can just like flip over to her and then like every time Conan or someone tries to speak to her, like, what, you think the interview's not going right? Am I not doing it? <laughs> She's only there as a backup. You're supposed to ignore her. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. But, uh, yo, yeah, Camper, thanks for coming on. Um, we may have name dropped you in a previous episode, but part of the reason we wanted to bring you on is because we're doing the fucking super bosses slash yeah. impenance. And I know you are a very dedicated Final Fantasy X speedrunner. Um <laughs> nemesis percent, right? Is that your kind of specialty? Uh unfortunately. I think this is accurate <laughs> to say. He's not He's proud like of a it. true speedrunner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, at, at a certain point. It goes from speed running to why. <laughs> See, it's it's funny because around these parts, I get treated like I'm some kind of authority. But like I've speed run this game like three times, like years ago. Camper <laughs> like, will know so infinitely much more about this game than I do. What? I, so like, do you? Ha so I guess since we're talking about Nemesis and Penance and all the super bosses, spoiler: there's a super boss called Nemesis. Do you have to catch ten of every? monster uh this is well yes and no yes in the sense yeah. that it's everyone that you can catch um mm. so yeah it's a it's a big pain like for example in the cave where you get your jimbo you can't catch the magic pots because right, they will right. destroy you before you can catch them <laughs> yeah right or the or the machina uh things or like right, the defenders right. and stuff yeah there's a few there that are just like not part of like the quote-unquote pokedex that we have to worry about well, like, they're just like 
they're kind of not even counted as monsters or fiends. They're just kind of almost like mini games. <laughs> well, yeah, see, I was, your, I was your just... Yoshi's, your Pika Blues. They, they don't really <laughs> exist. Well, I was thinking about it because I was like, I you know, I have my game time. I have my game time saved right before the fight with Sin, and then I have my game time after all the um, the side quests and everything. And like, I must have doubled the time in the game just trying to do this. Like, it probably took me like. 50 hours <laughs> to like get everything and i was like i think the whole nemesis run percent is like 17 like how is this like humanly like, what possible? am i doing like, wrong yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. am i doing wrong well camper you're uh current it looks i'm looking at speedrunner.com and it looks like you're in the top one or two first place on nemesis percent Mm-hmm. for all of them and they're all like around 20 hours <laughs> yeah th- so the the one that's 17 that's uh pc and we have the uh the luxury of having like a load remover um, whereas the one that's roughly 21 hours is ps2 and that's for a few reasons one load times load times on ps2 are just awful compared to pc <laughs> and um the thing between ps2 and pc is uh so we can abuse Yojimbo, which I don't know if y'all have already talked about. We've, we've got it. But uh, essentially, on the HD version of Final Fantasy X, Yojimbo's chance to use the insta-kill move Zanmato is buffed. That oh, is, really? That does not happen on the PS2 version, so we do other things. It's less expensive methods. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, is there anything that Yanmato does not work on? I guess like Shinryu maybe, right? Because he's a Yeah, one only one you can you can't have unit in, but it does work on everything. Holy crap. <laughs> that's awesome. I wonder if you can yeah, like, hack, the, hack the code to like summon like Yuna like underwater or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, just 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 take out uh Gazgano. I wanna I wanna hack the game <laughs> I wanna hack the game to see if it can work on Cypher from Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> it won't work because it'll just become Gilgamesh. <laughs> That's a that's a good joke. Anyway, but yeah. So today we're gonna talk about kind of like the additional bits of the game, aside from uh, getting all the celestial weapons, doing all like the obvious side quests. I guess like this is all about power leveling, uh, original creations in the monster arena, and the super bosses, right? And like I think we said this last time that like the amount of time that it takes to do just this one episode of content for me is like double the entire rest of the podcast up to this point. Like I think it's not it's coming fast. up on triple for me. Like, <laughs> and, and the way I kind of started looking at this, cause like you can kind of start going insane if you're doing it. Like luckily it's like weirdly enjoyable and weirdly satisfying to like mm. see number go up in final fantasy 10. So um, I was just kind of thinking of this more as like new game plus. You know what I mean? Like, we've pretty much done everything that we need to do in the main story. And this is kind of like, oh, well, you can go back and it actually, like, incentivizes you to revisit all the areas and do all this stuff. And then you get these cooler battles that you get to do that, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess we should kind of get into it a little. Yeah, I I think maybe, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think maybe the best place to jump into it, because we've already discussed the monster arena. We've kind of discussed how it works. I've said in a previous podcast uh, you know, consider this your point to go capture all the monsters. So I think maybe the right place to start this would be with Don Tonberry, 
Like, does that make sense as a jumping off point? That's a decent place to start. It's in my playthrough, not what I started with, because mm. I was trying to kind of do uh, some of the arena creations a little bit earlier when there's still uh, more of a challenge, so I can fight everything right. at, a, at a more or less appropriate level and have a more enjoyable time with it. But if that's you're right. if you're just going for efficiency, then just getting to dawn uh, as fast as possible is definitely the way to go. <laughs> yes, I guess we should say that like. There's so in the monster arena, as we start capturing monsters, right? Once we complete, like, there's different, I guess, challenges you might want to say, or like groups of monsters in the game. So if you catch them all in one location, the, the guy who runs the monster arena will say, Hey, you've caught all these monsters in one location. I've created a new monster for you to fight. Or if you catch, sorry, if you capture all of them of the same species, He'll create a new one and say, hey, I've created this monster for you to fight. And then as special conditions are made, there's like another category of creations that he creates as well. Um, and these are all what I would call like they're they're enemies, but they're like in the tier of super bosses. Right. Like, yeah. like even like some of the more common ones that just look like the average like fiend that, you know, Titus has to fight like the dog shaped fiend will just be as strong or stronger than the final boss of the game you know what i mean so like, honestly yeah. a, a lot of them uh, once you get into the like kind of medium ones you're you're like around or above the level of like omega weapon right yeah yeah yeah, yeah um i kind of learned that the hard way um when like when we first got to the Calmlands and first like unlocked the monster arena i was like oh this seems really fun i'm gonna go and capture some enemies and I think the first one that I got was like the Chimera brain or whatever. And I'm like, oh, Chimera I've seen Geist. Yeah. yeah, 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 the Chimera Geist. And I was just like, oh, I've seen this. I've seen this thing before. I should be able to take them down. My team's pretty well equipped. And I just got destroyed. Like, I think that was the first <laughs> time I saw like an enemy break the damage limit on me. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of what you were saying, uh, Zwanzig, right? That um, so, so the... The thing, Don Tonberry is for power leveling. And like these these enemies, these creations, right? Uh, there, You could go through them and kind of hit them when you're the appropriate strength and have like, you know, an interesting fight, right? Because like they all have their own peculiarities. They're essentially bosses. They have their own strats. Um, or you could do as I was doing where I'm like, these are very hard. I'm going to power level a lot. And then you kind of just take them all on as like you're you, you know you're just maxing stats high enough to just start steamrolling them right yeah. <laughs> and like to me that was like timely efficient right <laughs> like yeah, no, absolutely efficient. i would I, that is absolutely what i did the first time i i did all this post game stuff um, yeah but uh, this this time i wanted to like actually engage with the uh, with the the arena bosses a bit more yeah, yeah. And yeah, I would that's... say, based based on what I did this playthrough, I was able to take out about like a half of them, or like a good half, without having to do any grinding, just from mm. the experience I'd gotten from from doing the other optional stuff and just the monster capturing. I noticed the first couple that I tried when I very first got into it, I could handle them if I had like an anima overdrive ready to go because then anime would just do like seven or eight digits of damage and be like oh shit all right <laughs> like just like real nut stuff yeah um for me i kind of did the same thing where um i knew pretty immediately about the don tonberry uh strat where basically like we're gonna get into it a little more but you can pretty much in like less than 10 minutes get 
like three characters to 99 sphere level so you can just cruise around and like there's a really easy way to farm like the the spheres so that you can unlock everything on the sphere grid um but before doing that like there's a lot of like stepping stones that you need to cross before doing it it where seems it's like, like it okay to get don tottenberry i need to go to all these different areas and catch all these monsters i don't specifically really the cavern of the stolen faith one of every monster from there Exactly. So I was like, I kind of don't feel like doing that. I'm just going to kind of go around and catch things like in each area and see which rewards I want and try a few things. And then when I found out like the power leveling thing pretty much requires that you have weapons that have triple AP, overdrive to AP and um, triple overdrive. Um, yeah. yeah, which yeah. is kind of difficult to make. The way that I handled that was there's a monster that can be created if you uh, kill or capture all of the the like one uh, the the flying bat like one-eyed uh, monsters. One horn, flying purple people ears. <laughs> <laughs> if you catch yes. one of them, it, it creates this uh, super like the super version of it called the one eye. One eye has yeah. really really high defense and is really difficult to take out. And that was kind of where I started this whole like journey with it because i was like okay i don't feel like going and getting all of the things to customize yeah. the triple ap or triple overdrive or whatever it is yeah. but this thing can drop it you know what i, I love like, about one eye what's that is that when you first so when you first fight one eye like when you're trying to get these items these weapons like it was kind of tough for me to do i was like damn so i'd like try to like okay well i'll pull out anima and then use an overdrive, and then Anima will die eventually. And then I'll pull out Mega Sisters and use, and you know, and maybe like after both of theirs, I'll be able to beat One Eye. And then I'll just repeat that over and over. But then as you start power leveling and grinding, and you get your stat strength really high, you start finding that One Eye can just be killed in two hits, <laughs> like mm -hmm. of a normal yeah. attack. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so like, yeah. what was has... so incredibly monstrous becomes like the, the fastest Baby's thing. Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like what I was doing was I realized or I like read somewhere that it was susceptible to armor break. So I mm. had like Orin and I also taught that to Waka, just like got Waka to that part of the sphere grid, taught him armor break to make sure that I could hit him because Orin wasn't fast enough to hit him. Got the armor breakdown and then I was doing like max damage. Then I would just summon the Maga sisters and do like the physical attacks and just destroy one eye. <laughs> like I had um I forget which one it is, like Mindy or whatever, who has a uh, Passado. Yeah. And I was just doing that and I was like, yo, I want to get nine, like, I want to get all, all <laughs> nines on each of those attacks and just be super overpowered. So as I was doing that and as I was getting power spheres, I would just like feed them to her to be like, yeah, come on, get your strength up. Let's like destroy these. So I started now, using the Maga sisters a whole lot for this. I have a really innovative strat for this. And that is that I ordered McDonald's and it's here now. So I'm going to go. Grab it off my porch. <laughs> Please <Sounds> continue. <laughs> should we wait for Curtis to get back or should we just talk shit on him while he's gone? I'm going to talk shit, but uh, um, I but was going to yes. ask Camper, how does AP grinding work in a speed run? Like, do you just like know exactly kind of how much you need to kind of cheese like your way to the final boss or what? Um, Yeah, so essentially the Don Tomberry strat that comes into play because it's really fast and efficient. Um, one thing that we keep in mind for at least the route that I do, um, essentially, uh, we keep Titus at a low HP so we don't grid any HP on him because the way that overdrive to AP works is that, um, essentially how many, how much charge you get is from, you know, the, the mode. So the more damage that Don Tonberry does over Titus's max HP, you actually get more out of that. 
Oh, interesting. Nice. And the way that Don Tombe works is that the karma attack is based off of how many fiends that particular character has killed. We have Titus actually capture um, all of the stuff post Unaleska. So we're getting max efficiency there. Does that mean you don't even need to bother with some of like the, the um, triple overdrive or triple AP or whatever? Yeah, essentially, um, we don't really need any of that as far as the run goes, because in a speedrun sense, you want to do as minimal gridding as possible because gridding takes a while. So it's pretty much just getting Titus up to um, particular abilities he may need for all the capturing. And even if we're not going to use uh, Zenmato, it's more or less just him using Quick Hit a bunch for like Nemesis and such. Strength and agility. Yeah. Did yeah. we ever mention Quick Hit on the podcast, I by the so. way? I briefly. think we did briefly did we? Like, when we came <laughs> up to it on the Sphere Grid. Yeah, quickly. Um, yeah. Because like it becomes the VIP move <laughs> like in the end game mm -hmm. on the final bosses. Camper, you, so you were saying that uh, the... So does com you said Comrade is like more effective if it goes over like the max HP? Uh, yeah, essentially, the, the more damage the character takes, um, it, it scales with their max HP. Okay. So uh -oh. essentially, the more of a difference there is there, the more AP you will get out of that. Oh, that's interesting. So that's why, okay, you keep Titus is very low, but also yeah. make his kill, kill count very high. Yeah, I love getting the questions like, wait, why is he doing so much damage? Because it, it looks <laughs> very... Oh, like overwhelming that he's at like 500 or so HP, but he's hitting for max damage. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, yeah, backing up to the like Don Tomberry, because you mentioned like, why would you want your character getting completely obliterated by karma attack is because we, for the Don Tomberry grind where we have weapons equipped with a, a skill called overdrive to AP. So if you have a character that has comrade and a character receives damage, their overdrive goes up. But if, because their overdrive is now their AP, their AP goes up instead. And so basically you just want, you're basically creating a character that's a lightning bolt for Don Tomberry's karma attack that everyone gets benefits from. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I forget, like, wasn't, was the, uh, I think it's just stoic for the uh, the receiver of karma, right? Correct. And, Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. And everyone, everyone benefits. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's really, it's really satisfying. And, and because I of how started... long it takes for like Don Tomberry to approach, you could get like, so, if you have like, oh man, dude. haste enough, you can just get so much yeah. DP. Uh, Toward <laughs> the end of it, like you'll have like auto haste on your armor. And like, once your agility stat is really high and you're just looking for those like last couple, you know, Don Tonberry fights, like, <laughs> like you'll move like 16, 20 times before he walks once. Auto haste and auto Phoenix. So like as soon as like, Titus just yes. completely gets decimated. Like he's immediately right back up without having to like waste a move, and you just get so much like so cram so many turns in, and then you just right. run because it's, you've already gotten all the AP. Like, you, don't, you don't even have to beat him if you don't want. Right, Here's my yeah. question. This is my question about the end game Final Fantasy X, especially around like Don Tonberry and power leveling all these strats. Do you think that we're meant to do these strats? Because like I was thinking about, it. I was like, how the fuck else would you do any of the post game without these like, like they seem like quote unquote OP strats or like they're like, or almost like you would consider like a cheese strat sometimes. But like, I don't think any of this shit is doable without it. Like, I mean, yeah, you have I think to. When they're doing rat, like the rat in the maze thing, the cheese is, the cheese is there at the end of the, at the, end of the maze. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's put there for us. The cheese is for us. <laughs> also, I'll tell you what, real quick, just to let the audience 
listening to us know. I'm eating McDonald's while recording, <laughs> and I've had my camera on the whole time, so I'm just like a little gremlin over on the side, just like shoving fries in my mouth. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You need the second mic I'm so I can cl- like phase them out, so you just <laughs> eat into I'm one gonna, mic and I'll... <laughs> I'm going to turn my camera off for a couple minutes, but I'll be back. You could just have it so you see the top of your head. That'd be really cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see like the bottom of me looking down eating fucking thing. Uh, okay, go. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I get the feeling that the developers definitely knew how ridiculous a lot of this stuff is, and my exhibit A for that is the rewards that you get for creating a lot of these um, oh, yeah. Monsterina uh, monsters are like ridiculous. The, the the items that you get and how many you get. Ninety nine dark matter. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff, which equals one ribbon. <laughs> There's 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 one item that I, I think is hilarious. It's called three stars. You get ninety nine yeah. of those at some yeah. point as well. And you use a three stars. What that does is it makes all of your characters use zero MP for anything they do. Yeah. So MP is literally just not a thing as soon as you zero use MP that. or is it one MP? Zero. Oh wow. Zero. For the whole fight too. It's free. Like it doesn't it's wear free. off. Uh, it, it it goes away if they die, but uh, as long as you can keep them alive. Uh, yeah, that's really, really good. Wow. It's, it's so That'll interesting come in how big many handy different, later. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it's so interesting how how many different strategies there are with that because there's like armor that you can make or like a weapon that you can make that'll do like half the MP cost, which I was using a little bit for a while. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's this one which has one MP cost. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> this one has zero. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. So like, like the first thing we may do for this like AP grind is like, what was it? Uh, you you're supposed to get a uh, if you conquer six areas, you will unlock catastrophe. Um, clear out six areas, and then that'll give you doors to tomorrow, which you can use to craft uh, overdrive to AP. So the first thing yeah. you, you do during this freaking Don Timeberry thing is like make sure you've captured enough characters right yeah pretty much this part of the game feels like you should probably also learn how to use like google sheets or microsoft excel because it feels like it needs a spreadsheet where you're like trying to like calculate everything and especially if you're trying to be like efficient with it and you're like okay well i need to get this item to make this this armor and i need to do this like what's the best way to do it so like I actually kind of did a an, a, a, a tweak of like the Don Tonberry kind of strategy where the, the enemy uh, Kotos, um, which is basically just like the big ogre guy who will like, he'll always, um, he'll always counterattack you and he'll always focus on the person who has the highest strength stat and attack him. So what I would do was I just kind of like, I didn't have the full armor that I wanted for the Don Tonberry thing, but I had like triple AP and AP to overdrive or something. So I was like, Getting enough of, uh, 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 like, that would be power leveling in any other game if, like, the Don Tomberry strat didn't exist. So I was just, like, having Arin get the shit kicked out of him over and over again. <laughs> and then I would have, like, Yuna revive him with a Phoenix down. And then I would have, like, you know, just kind of go through this to try and get the four. Like, you can, you can also, from that boss, you can force a drop of 40 of any sphere that you want. Oh, yeah. So if you use, like, the uh, distiller or if you use one of the items that you can just buy from the guy. Or, like, at the extract mo- power or extract speed or whatever, yeah. Exactly. You can just use that on him. And he, he, I forget what he usually drops. It's, like, 40, like, lunar curtains or something. And um, he'll just drop. I forget what it is, but I got it a bunch of times because I keep forgetting to use the distiller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it makes it pretty much like, oh, okay, I just have to stop here and get, like, 
you know, do a couple rounds of this to get enough spheres for like leveling up or feeding to my Aeon so that they can do damage and stuff. And then I, I made it pretty far along the sphere grid with a couple of people with that. And then I finally, un like to the point where I then put on auto Phoenix. So I was just hitting X to defend with my entire team. And like orange just kept like, I, I, I used like 50 Phoenix downs in one fight and just like let it go through. <laughs> and then I ended the fight and I was up like 30 levels or something. And then like yeah. from there, I, was like oh wait don tomberry let me try that now and in like a fraction of that time i got 99 i was like yeah that's the strat <laughs> i don't know if i sh actually shared on the podcast because it wasn't really relevant but um i basically made a like a sphere slash ap mining rig <laughs> <laughs> so what i did is i found out if you go to the um the mo if you have memory selected um <laughs> on your uh in your attacks i found if you just keep hitting x wait is there is there memory in this game? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it's called, it's called <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> I was selecting quick hit from the very, very bottom of the fucking menu every time. Yeah, oh, so no. what I found out is, so I have a 8-bit dough uh, pro controller, which has turbo on it. And so I found out is if you just talk to the guy, talk to the, guy the monster, you hit X and hit X again, you'll select a dingo. And if you and just keep hitting X, it'll hit whatever attack you have last selected. So I just put a capo from my guitar, holding down X button while I worked for eight hours a day. Fighting dingoes. <laughs> just, yeah. I can't have it select, I can't have a memory what, I wish I could have it select like a different enemy automatically, but it would We're remember like, oh, I ran script. out of power spheres. I'll just have Waka use power, extract power in memory and everyone else will just, so I'll just be mining spheres like, oh yes. Because I think he always drops like four of something or whatever. So like within an hour, I'll have without doing anything AFK, I'll have plenty of spheres and maybe some AP as well. That's the legendary strats. <laughs> so yeah, so um, like basically at this point, we have the ability to pretty quickly like and by pretty quickly i mean this takes like hours of setup <laughs> in order to do but <laughs> this is starting to sound like those economic like uh crash like uh crash courses they show on TikTok. Like, like there's no reason anyone should be living in poverty in america it's this easy like just going through all the yeah. steps <laughs> just have rich parents <laughs> but like but it, is, um, it is like compared to the the rate at which we've been covering the sphere grid while going through the game where like you've had one character off in their little section and, and by this point they'll they'll have probably finished theirs and maybe gone a little bit into into a second one or something but now in like a few hours you can just cover the sphere grid essentially yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna start like finding ways to you know upgrade those spheres now right like the yeah uh, so maybe that's for four which i still haven't quite figured out the best way to farm like uh hp spheres or like strength yeah. spheres. so maybe that's actually the next yeah, part the ones that make new news yeah yeah, maybe that's the next part that we should actually discuss, because that is kind of the next thing, right? Like, once we have all these sphere levels, we'll be able to start going around the sphere grid, filling in those, um, the sphere, excuse me. Oh, man, powerful. Oh Let me take it's that like, again. It's like when you fill all the slots in your computer with, like, oh, I got four slots of RAM, and they all have, they, are, they all have four gigs on each of them. What am I going to do yeah, next? Yeah, how, how can we make <laughs> them all 16 instead? Well, so once we have uh, our characters kind of cover the whole sphere grid, right? Like we've gone and touched everything. Our stats are still suboptimal. Like they're still not in the place they need to be to fight a lot of yeah, these I mean, games. You can, at, at, that, at that point, once my stats reached that point, I was able to kill everything in Monster Arena mm. and kill like half the Dark Aeons. Okay. Pretty handily. Yeah. 
I did most most of that I did with with fewer stats than that. Mm. I'd say at like that point you have like what 150 strength or so, something like that. Pro- probably a bit higher. It also depends yeah. if, if you if you use some of the strength spheres that you got from like the lightning dodge and you get three of them, that's already like twelve strength. Oh true. Or if you won Blitzball, you have another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won Blitzball, but I did not do the lightning. <laughs> I won Blitzball, but all I got was this lousy strength sphere. <laughs> um, but you you can be somewhere near like two hundred strength just from what's on the sphere grid plus like a That's pretty damn stream. good then. Because, like, our, our max stat in any category is 255, right? Yes. So, like, once we reach that point, and, like, and like even once we're up to, like, around 200, you're going to be seeing a lot of, like, all nines. Like, quint nines, I guess? Like, yeah. full five nines yeah. on most of your physical attacks. But, is that the max in this game? Does it just stop at five nines, or can you go higher? Uh, it, kind of you can go higher of. in the sense that you can do certain Multiple like hits. multi-attacks that won't show unless you have the short animations on anima and yeah. use oblivion which i think hits like five or six times or something oh it's so a lot like, of times it's, it's it, it a hits bunch. a bunch and then if it's the short animation you delta, don't say i think also does something similar yeah right? yeah but i think with delta you see them tick like you see a couple of different attacks so it's like mm. nine 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 you know yeah. over and over but with with oblivion it's just like plays the short animation you miss most of the hits so then it just shows the like the monster that you're attacking standing there with like <laughs> like a million <laughs> damage or some yeah, shit it's, like it's, yeah. it's wild yeah um but yeah so like eventually we're gonna run out of those stats and like zwanzig was saying we can take on a lot of the monsters and dark aeons at that point but we will need to go even further at a certain yeah. point so eventually the monster arena in and i think they're all in the species creation category if i remember right um not all but most most oh yeah you're right because the luck and fortune one is in the original Freaking luck. we'll get the hey, luck. we'll get that i have some, oh, I have God, some words yeah. for the luck stat. <laughs> i'm excited so, to hear about that so with the exception of the luck and fortune spheres so we're talking like your hp strength, strength yeah, yeah all that stuff like in, like the ones to turn a blank node into that uh, into that sphere and the one to unlock it. All of those spheres are attainable by fighting um, the species creation bosses, and it's a quick way to be able to get them. And I think they usually okay. drop two at once on like a on a decent fight. And then there's like a one in ten chance to get like dark matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got some dark matter when I was trying to uh, farm the, the like strength spheres or something. I, was like, I constantly got them when I was trying to farm the luck and fortune spheres, and I was so like oh, aggravated so, by it. That's so annoying. Uh, it was it was terrible. Um, but like um, in those those creatures are pretty tough like uh they, they require like a high enough stats to make them easily doable and like mm. i'm thinking specifically of like uh, i can't remember the name of it but, like the wasp one is a uh, very very evasive and can really get mm. away from you until you have enough accuracy yeah. or look yeah or like the dark flan which is just immune to like almost everything so yeah, yeah. <sighs> jumbo flan is like the worst enemy in the whole monster <laughs> arena it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually the last one that i fought even though it's it's not really one of the hardest ones it's just incredibly tedious to fight because yeah. it's completely immune to all physical attacks it's got 255 defense so even with like overdrives you're barely doing anything yeah. and i just wasn't really using magic characters so. yeah right by the way that's actually uh, something that i wanted to ask uh, for you guys uh did you at this point have like a specific party of three characters picked because <laughs> yes. uh, i know i did i had uh, a party that was 
to me, the easiest uh, celestial weapons to get. (laughs) (laughs) With the exception of Orin. I didn't use Orin because of the way his celestial weapon works. So I was like, oh, if he has max HP, he's going to be doing less damage. I can't afford that on penance or something like that. I don't know if he's going to do full nines or not. Maybe he'll do like 80,000 or something. Um, Which maybe he still does full nines. I don't know. But uh, I had a... Riku, Titus, and Yuna as my three that I was buffing. That up. sounds like a good party. That's kind of I was kind of trying to go. Um, I in in my heart I wanted it to be like Riku, Titus, and Yuna, or Riku, um, Lulu, and Yuna. Um, but the the party that fate gave me was the one <laughs> that got the the item drops uh, from the one eye farming oh, that I yeah. did for like way too long. So I have Arin, um, Yuna and uh titus uh i could also use waka but i still haven't gotten his celestial weapon he's the only one that i haven't gotten even though i kind of enjoy blitzball i was just like yeah i'm not getting the reels i'm not getting the uh (laughs) (laughs) well as i understand it like waka is the most powerful character because of his Mm -hmm. attack reels right i I would i would say uh, sure he has he has the strongest attack but i I would say the best character is without a doubt it's riku oh yeah from from Mm -hmm. all the ridiculous like good items that you get for creating the monster arena is she her mix just becomes ridiculous you can do Mm -hmm. whatever you want there there are Two very specific mixes that I become very well acquainted with during all of these fights, and that would be the Ultra Null All and Hyper Mighty G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like those are some I would say poggers <laughs> mixes. Do you, do you want to say what they do? No, I'll just let uh, I'll just let the listener figure it out. Yeah, they can no, actually, like, <laughs> I can't remember which one's which, so I need to look it up real quick. I think one of them is like is a the musk, one... right? Is you use musks to make a null all? Is that what it was? Well, you can use. There's multiple mixes for That's each right. one. Again, spreadsheet. <laughs> spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. I just found out by messing like, the musks that I have these. I have no idea what they do, and I think it was like a null all thing because yeah, I think I, I used. I think I used the 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 super mighty G or whatever it's called, the SoundCloud rapper name. Um, <laughs> I, I used that at one point. God, that's really good. Like that's really Aeon. good. <laughs> I was, I, was far, I was fighting like a dark Aeon like early or something and I was like okay I need to use this and I still like couldn't do it but like I was like this seems like it's like extremely overpowered but it's basically like it it casts like cheer like the full stack of cheer on your whole party and also like does like the uh, mighty guard as well right so shell that you're like protected shell. regen on everyone that's cool and yeah. importantly auto life Ooh. Oh hell yeah. yeah! That's really good. So like that that's that's hyper mighty G right? Is the is all those buffs? Yes. Um, yeah, and then null. The ultra uh, null is act. So the thing is, it doesn't necessarily confer statuses, I guess, quote unquote, onto you. But I think it is like the better of the two is ultra null because it gives you um, all like the elemental null spells at once, right? But like to me, the super important one is it basically casts like cheer and luck and all that stuff five times instantly on everybody and like that is so handy it's basically just like full stat buffs in one move yeah oh yeah yeah, it looks like there's a lot of combinations for that using healing water tetra elemental or healing spring plus like a bunch of other things yeah it sounds like it would just be super overpowered but for these optional boss fights it's basically just like oh no you need to do this (laughs) yeah yeah right to to last (laughs) Especially the last one. Oh boy. 
the, all this like auto life and auto phoenix talk also kind of gets me into into something I wrote down in, in, in my notes for this uh, for this episode, which I'd like to call uh, four reasons why you shouldn't bother trying to survive things in FF10 posting. <laughs> <laughs> can we have a uh, can we like have like a music drop right here, like like Zwanzig's corner? <laughs> This is my favorite fucking uh, BuzzFeed listicle. (laughs) (laughs) You won't believe number three. (laughs) Generally, like, trying to not die. It's one song. (laughs) 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 Generally, trying to not die is kind of like instinct. But when it it gets to these post-game bosses, a lot of the time, just actually trying to survive whatever they can dish out is like so ridiculous that it's not even worth it. Reason number one not to do it is Auto Phoenix and Auto Life exist. Mm-hmm. Right. So like Auto Phoenix is a is an ability you can customize on your armor, which just makes characters use a Phoenix down on you whenever they die. Um, and it like doesn't take up a turn. Right, as long as all three of you don't get KO'd at once, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, that's kind of the theme of the game, right? It's just like futility and false hope and all that stuff. You just got to embrace that. Speaking of futility and false hope, I do want to go back a bit just about like the monster capturing because I didn't get 10 of every monster specifically because I found this one. Uh, I think it's called the Simurg and Camper. I'm wondering like... Is that just a nightmare in the in the speed run? Like, is there strats to kind of like, is, is there like a step count thing that like forces an encounter with them? Or are you just like, hopefully I get good encounters with this thing because I couldn't find these things anywhere. So this is also a, a technically yes and no thing. So <laughs> yes, they're a pain in the ass. They're, they're absolutely the worst because they only spawn in one area. So something neat about some of these areas, for example, where you find that one, the I think it's like Jose High Road. It's actually split up into two areas. And so you can only find it in the northern half of the area, which is like, I guess, the quote lighter one. And there's lots of theories like, hey, if you run around this light area, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch I... of those online. Um, so, yes, RNG for that one sucks. And then the no part comes with some HD consoles where you can actually manipulate your seeds of what encounters you can get. Oh, yeah. I think we heard about that at some point. I think I touched um, on that briefly when I was just looking for Tomberries in uh, f- uh, the Cave of Stolen Faith because, like, mm-hmm. the RNG, like, kind of functions maybe differently in the HD remasters. You, like, you have to somehow reset it if it's, like, just not spawning. So you can probably the similar kind of tech. I'm, like, curious about how it all works. Yeah, essentially. So I think the one that brought it more into light of the speedrunning scene was Oddmog, who did it on PS4. And essentially, it's just you close out of the game, you change your system clock to a certain like date and time oh, thing, and then weird. you just start up the game that that point, and then that like sets your seed so you can anticipate what you're going to find. Oh, weird. That's awesome. That's was that recently discovered? Because I recently heard about that, and I thought it was like kind of a newer strategy. Yeah, within, found, within, I think Swans has already told us, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of this listicle, though. <laughs> oh. well yeah 
So yeah, so Auto Phoenix and Auto Life are really good. Auto Life is basically for when you're having to face like a multi-target attack that's going to kill everybody. Then obviously Auto Phoenix is not going to do anything because there's no one to throw a Phoenix down. Right. But you can still just have people revive themselves. Um, so that's reason number one. You don't really need to because those abilities exist. Reason number two, uh, generally your offense is going to far outpace your defense um, mm. a lot of the time, just naturally, because um, there's a lot more strength than defense on the sphere grid, just naturally, uh, to begin with. So a, a lot of the time what will happen is by the time you can actually survive an enemy's stronger attacks, you're probably also at the point where you can just two-shot them with your overdrive or yeah. Dude, there's a, the enemy... Um... Kotos, the one that you like will mm -hmm. will grind for or whatever. When I first started fighting it, it would do like like it would do a counter attack every time I'd hit it, and it would do just five digits, right? And I was just like, oh my god, like it would just pulverize me, absolutely one hit KO. And by yeah. the end, like because you know, and I, I could kill it, right? Because I got my strength up first, and like you were saying, like you can you, your strength outpaces your defense, so like. And I feel like one of the best defenses is just get the enemy off the board. <laughs> like then you'll yep. take no damage. Uh, but by the end, when I was finally like done leveling up and done like I'd made like my penance armor or whatever, he would like counterattack and do like two hundred HP, <laughs> <laughs> like instead of like five nines or some shit. It was it was hilarious. Yeah. Like how much that change was. The best offense is a good defense, is what they say, right? <laughs> no, right. even, but it's offense. the opposite yeah. the best yes, is a, yes. a strong offense reason number three and th this kind of gets into like when you really start uh, stat maxing is that break HP limit kind of sucks in a yeah. lot of ways mm -hmm. yeah um, I never had to use it so. yeah you, you, you can do everything with just like 10,000 minus one which is the, the natural limit uh, you can do everything pretty reasonably with that and it is possible to break that limit, but it's pretty grindy both to get the HP needed for it, uh, to, to really take maximum advantage of it, and also to get it customized. Uh, you yeah. need some pretty specific uh, items that you don't actually get that many of from uh, from arena rewards. Yeah, I didn't even think about that really, because like now that I'm thinking about it, breaking the HP limit would, I guess, let you go to five nines? Mm -hmm. it, it does but yeah. getting to and that point i was gonna say actually, yeah because like when we get our strength spheres and all those spheres like those add four to our uh to our stat right like immediately so it's just like four yes. you go up. but the but it maxes at 255 so you don't really have to do that many once you're when you know once you're done with the sphere grid but like your hp would still have a long fucking way to go yeah yeah because naturally there's somewhere like close to 20k or something on the sphere grid i think yeah um yeah you'd have but, a you'd have quite a jog to start taking advantage of it and yeah and to take advantage of it because like the enemies are still going to be doing five digits of damage anyway yeah <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, and, and then there's the the thing that camper mentioned about like you get less overdrive if you have more hp so mm. having yeah. too much you you're not going to get as many overdrives yeah. and also it actually is kind of hard to heal for more than four nines <laughs> right right i mean yeah when i had a 255 magic i think my characters were doing kiraga for like uh, lower nine thousands Mm -hmm. Something like that. I think so that like, sounds about right. Yeah, so if I had 
30,000, you know, like, what am I gonna, like, spells wouldn't make any sense at that point. I'm wondering if, it probably doesn't even make sense with, with Aaron's, um celestial weapon, isn't it, like, the further he is away from his max HP, like, the better yeah. he attacks? So, like, maybe you could get a buff there, but again, you might, e if you have, like, 255 strength, even if you're full HP... I feel like you would still be doing the damage that you, you do be, anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't break beyond the damage break limit. So like, so so what you're saying, Zwanzig, is I don't need to get that um, one enemy that drops defense spheres because defense is useless. I, I Not defense. And maxing defense. Yeah, HP. HP. I wouldn't go above four nines. It's really not that necessary. Because very specifically for penance, you need 255 defense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and defense is, plus is, is 20 on your specific. armor. <laughs> um, and finally, reason number four. Uh, some stuff is still going to kill you anyway. There yeah. are going to be stuff, and most of the um, most of the Dark Aeon overdrives kind of fall into this category. That will just kill you unless you like unless you go up to like actual like nine five nines of HP. And, and <laughs> right. even then there's stuff that you will just kill you. Right. Actually, is this a... You think this would be a good time to get into some Dark Aeon stuff? Uh, I feel like... Yeah, I think unless, so. Unless you want to talk about, like, some of the specific Monster Arena fights still. Um, like, like, I guess we could talk about Nemesis. Oh, you know what? Let us do talk about some Monster Arena fights. So, there's one specifically... That, no, actually, let's talk about the Fortune Spear one and the Lux Sphere, and then we'll do <laughs> the one that I think yes, is shitty, and yes. then we'll do Nemesis. Okay, sorry. Somebody else lead it. I don't want to lead it. <laughs> I'm not an expert. It's terrible. Why would you want to do that? It's terrible. I am also not an expert in that I, I got exactly one Fortune Sphere and one Lux Sphere okay, yeah. out okay, of grinding well. that. And it, I ended up trying to do it legit. And admittedly, I wasn't super, like, power-leveled. I didn't, like, have all the spheres unlocked or anything for the character. So I was under-leveled in that respect. But I was also, like, I could have done it, but I was like, fuck this. Uh, Zan motto. Like I just had, <laughs> I just paid to paid to get those. And I, what what Zwanzig, do you know the like the specifics of those fights? Because they seemed really rough. Um, specifically, do you mean Earth Eater? The, the one that uh, Earth the Eater is here? not too bad. Uh, I feel like if you're doing enough DPS, like you Earth, not Earth Eater is one of those fights where, like, if you have Auto Phoenix and are mm -hmm. dealing a decent amount of damage, yeah. you're gonna win. Yeah, it doesn't just, have anything. That he just has so much goddamn HP, and every time he because he counterattacks every time. Yeah. It it his his counterattack takes valuable seconds of my life away. <laughs> and so like that's like the worst thing about Earth Eater is that like every time I do it I'm just like here we fucking go again like five more minutes of this. And yet yeah. you have a podcast, curious. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the the worst thing about um about Fortune Sphere grinding as well is that uh, these you can only get two at a time and these are just yeah. to fill in the nodes yeah yeah so most of like like power spheres and, and, and mana spheres and such you can farm 40 at a time right but fortune right. spheres you're gonna need one for every character for every luck node that they fill in <laughs> now my my secret for beating the earth eater when i was doing it this week 
was to sing the song Earth Angel, but with Earth Eater <laughs> while I was doing it. So I would that be like was... sitting on my porch going like, Earth Eater, Earth Eater, looks fear be mine. <laughs> well, that's why you're on your I... porch lately. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... That's what I was doing. I was sitting out there all goddamn day for like six hours a day, just fucking grinding luck and fortune spheres. <laughs> this <Wheeling>. game sucks. <laughs> I, d- I did the same thing on my first playthrough of Demon Souls where I got to the, uh, the boss, the man eaters where he took his ps3 outside and yeah yeah, yeah. no no i was just dying so much and i think this is i think i was streaming this this is like many many years ago before i like started actually like streaming regularly but i was getting so like tilted from it by just dying i was like i need to do something to like keep my head level and every time i died i would just restart the song man eater by <laughs> hall and oak as i made the run back and then i would fight them die restart it and be like i want to hear this whole song so i gotta kill them and, and it ended up working for me uh, let me let me tell you a secret i never beat that boss the man eaters. Uh, the man eaters. Let me tell you a secret. I've been learning the speed run, and I also feel like I will never beat that <laughs> boss. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the other one, I guess. And by the way, the Earth Eater is a recolor of the Chocobo Eater, which I love. Yeah, right? yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. But the other one is the Greater Sphere, and this is the one that sucks because I think. Let me think about this for a second. Yes, all of the other creations in the monster arena you can just watch television and press a <laughs> and like you'll get yeah. through them but you can't with this one and that's the worst thing about it is that you have to pay attention like while you're doing it it sucks <laughs> why would a game make me play it <laughs> why is it specifically this one which one is this uh th- so this is um this fair and more recolor. It, yeah. yeah. Is it a recolor? Is it it's like it goes from like green <laughs> to like teal green. <laughs> to like light blue. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, it called? A greater, greater sphere? sphere. Oh, I thought that was a, the, a prize for some reason. Greater sphere. <laughs> it sounds like I one. Mean, it sounds like something every, we could put in every, the sphere grid. Ha- yeah, half of the goddamn things we get in this game are spheres. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like, so this guy does counter every move with Ultima, right? Which first problem with that is that ultima takes like 30 seconds to <laughs> cast and so like mm-hmm. you attack and then you're just like all right <laughs> yeah, it's time to wait for it um but on its turn it'll do um oh god what's the, i can't think of the name of the move but it's the same one the sphere morph had where he would like flatten out and press, I I think it's press. press. yeah yeah, yeah and he yeah, hit everybody and it does and it does a lot of damage. Like so, even with like 255 defense, I was getting hit for like 4,000, like upper 4,000s of damage. It has a demi attack and does 15, yeah. 16th. So 15 out of 16. Jesus. Of your, so almost, yeah. Like I don't know what the yeah. percentage of that is. Yeah, it does get uh, reduced by protect. I think so. It, it's like that's right. That's but why it was doing that's like, like 90, 4, yeah, like 90 percent of your damage of your HP is gone in one hit. And because all of its counters and all of its moves hit the whole party, you can't trust Auto Phoenix to to do anything for you because all of them are going to die at once. So you either need to stagger their HPs so that someone will be alive to Auto Phoenix everybody or actually keep people healed. And so, like, which, like, not a huge deal, but when I have to fight this enemy fucking 100 times or whatever to get enough spheres, it's very annoying. (laughs) So... So did you know that he actually does not counter overdrives with Ultima? Um, I think I did. Yeah, because he counters it with uh, the press, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's how I was fighting him. Was only hit him with overdrives. Okay. Because uh, I was using Waka and, and Titus in my party, so I had two characters with fairly good overdrives for doing damage. You know what? So I so like we were saying, I don't have uh, Waka, but I do have Titus. And I guess we should mention this too. There's a skill that I have not used the entire game that got yep. mad usage from me through this grinding called Entrust. Mm. Oh yeah. And. Yep. Interest rules in this situation because I only had Titus uh, who could do like multi hit overdrives. So, so you can use this move in trust to give your overdrive bar to another character. So, like, if it used like the hydraulic press, everybody gets their overdrive up. Titus uses his, and then I'd have like Riku or Yuna entrust theirs to him as well, and then he could use it again. And so, yeah, wow. yeah that ended up being a good. It's a fantastic move that really like lets you strategize a lot more and then have more flexibility in what overdrives you you need in a particular situation. Right now, with uh, the overdrives, have we talked about Titus's final overdrive? Because I just got that like today while riding. Because and to get this, you have to um, do eighty uh, overdrives with Titus, mm. and it's um, yeah, it's called Blitz Ace, and it's it's kind of like I, it does multiple hits. I think it does like seven or eight, and then it does one final hit that if you like land the timing of it, it'll do like a, a massive amount of damage. I don't know how the percentages work or anything like that, but it also apparently it also has the affection meter play into it. Here's the weirdest thing about this, okay? The entire time I had Blitz Ace, I would always get Lulu as the last person. Because like you're saying, the affection meter plays into it. The last hit, somebody throws him a Blitz Ball, and then he does like essentially the jet shot on it. Hits the enemy, does a lot of damage. The last time, it was Riku, though. I don't know why. It was only the last time. I was just like, that was out of nowhere. <laughs> Weird, because I have always had Lulu as like the affection like character or whatever. But I, I figured just because Yuna is in my party, Yuna was the one to throw the ball. So I don't know if that's another one of these things uh, that's like, oh, if you run in the sunny maybe area. Maybe it's tied and it just has like a, a, a dice roll. Yeah, it, it could be. It maybe. probably depends on, here's what I'm thinking. One of those characters has Auto Phoenix and has been like using it. On like uh, or something like that. Because oh, when that you use affect- items in battle on certain characters, that also ups like affection. Uh, okay. Oh, that, that makes, makes sense. a lot of sense. That yeah, uh, that's so I obvious. That. I feel like <laughs> I thought it was just dialogue. Yeah, because I just also <laughs> got the the um through this grinding, I got like the overdrive, like the way it charges. I forget what they're called, but I got victim because like yeah. was getting his ass kicked so much, and I also got um I forget the one where you like revive someone, so you get. You get a different um healer, for is that. It? No, it's not healer. It's similar to that, but it's like with reviving. Let me I got let me check. Daredevil. There's actually so many overdrive modes. There's so it's, it's many. I feel like there's only like three useful ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found out the other the other week I found out about one called Loner, which is like for a really niche speedrun strat in, in Genesis <laughs> where you where you're fighting jumbo flan. The rook. I found that out while I was talking to Sarah. The dancer. Interesting. What is dancer? As like gauge fills when the character evades an enemy attack. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. I like um, tactician. Uh, charges when status attack succeeds. Pretty weird. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kimari has loner on mine, and Riku has daredevil. That's so weird. There's a uh, yeah hero, which is gauge fills when a character kills an enemy with at least at least. 10,000 HP or 20 oh, times more. <laughs> right. Wow, that's a uh, lot. Avenger. Avenger is the one where it charges mm. when allies are KO'd. 
Nice. I actually tend to get Tactician a lot because um, whenever I'm capturing the Fiends for Nemesis runs, I have a capture weapon with uh, Stone Strike on it. Uh, so yeah. I'm petrifying things and just one-hitting capturing them. Gotcha. Nice. My favorite thing about having uh, petrification and capturing is that I'm assuming that when uh, the the guy just receives a bag full of like shards, yeah. <laughs> it's like put it together. Go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, mated. So, so we still got quite a bit to go. So let's <laughs> let's start walking yeah. up here. So those are those two bosses. The one that I wanted to mention in the species creation, or maybe as the original as the original creation was Nest Slug. Yeah, um, fuck that thing. Like a that one was slug. tough as well because he, he's also worth mentioning because he's the only non-recolor. He's the yeah. only yeah, actual like, original yeah. creation. He's an original one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. There are there are no other ones. It's just a gigantic slug. Uh, I, I have to wonder if that was like a boss that was cut or something from from the main game. I maybe. I mean, he has an interesting enough like attack pattern that like it almost seems like he would have been a boss like with some thought to him and stuff. Uh, when you when you fought him, did anyone have Riku in the party? I yes, because no. yes. she has a dialogue, so that makes me kind of yeah, think that maybe what, she. Uh, what she do you know? What her dialogue is. Part. She, she goes. Time to go, S Cargo. That's, uh, that's awesome. so good. <laughs> but yeah, that one's really tough because he, um, at a certain HP threshold, he hides in his shell and just nullifies all physical damage and heals like twenty thousand HP a every turn. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, he I think, also has four million hit points. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and I think a. Uh, Aeon overdrives can break the shell. Is that right? Like they'll break through it? Because if I remember right, I, I used Anima. I think um, if you do uh, 3 million and 1 damage, then his shell will break. And I think that is just a running counter throughout the whole battle. I could be wrong about that because I got fed up oh, okay. trying to spend my time killing this thing and I just Zanmatoed him. You, you just oh, okay. have to get him down below a certain amount. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I could eventually do it once my characters were powered up enough by just like throwing a couple of my overdrives at it. Oh, skipping uh, the, uh, the HP threshold. I didn't, I didn't fully skip it, but I could just out, out damage him. Oh, okay. God, this thing is ugly. Has yeah, it's oh, it's cool cute! Model. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, it looks like it has a it's head like a crab with crab. like like a like it reminds me of those teddy bears you practice like brushing your teeth on at the dentist office. It has, like, <laughs> human, it has human teeth. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, Nest Slug sucks. <laughs> yeah, that that one's wild. Um, I guess another one of Nest Slug Seven. <laughs> I guess another one to note might be the Shinryu, just because you fight this one underwater for some reason. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I don't know where that's supposed to be taking place because like I, all I the other fights seem to take place party. in the calm lands so. I like to think that the monster unit guy just has like a giant pool in his backyard and he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hang out the old swimming hole yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like the burgers are almost done, uh, so get your swimming in now. You'll have to wait an hour. I'm very yeah. serious about this. I don't want you to get a cramp. <laughs> um, and that one can be especially wild if you don't have Waka, because like it forces a battle party of Titus, Waka, and Riku for that one. Still not too bad though. Uh, if you have somebody with like stone proof, that's that's good because he can shatter people. Um, but the reason why we're all here, baby. Is because once you defeat, I think it's, is it all the original, all the original species and area creations? Is that right? To unlock yes, them? Yes, you have to beat okay. all of them. Yes. 
then you'll be able to fight Nemesis. So returning from Resident Evil 3, right? Yeah. Stars. Yes. <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. All right. So um, I actually have nothing to say about this one because I didn't actually fight him in my game. Oh, Same okay. The, the, the reason for that being is you can actually unlock all the other ones with basically half the capturing. And I yeah. was like, yeah. I'm not going to do twice as much capturing just to fight a boss <laughs> that is easier than penance anyway. Right. Well, and so, so I guess... Um, We'll talk about Nemesis in general first, and then I'm curious about how to beat him in a speed run. <laughs> His uh, name like, in Japanese is pretty fucking metal, which is oh. uh, sub- Subete o Koeshimano, which means he who hath conquered all. <laughs> that rules. That's sick. <laughs> That's pretty sick, um, yeah. So it's a it's a recolor of Omega Weapon, right? Yeah, he's, um, got, a, he's got a streamer he's like again. Gold. He, he's gold. Yeah. Yeah, looks cool as fuck. Um, Royalty here. And even with, like, some of the max stats, like, even when your characters are, like, up there, like, near max and everything, he can still wreck shit. (laughs) Like, he can, like, still fucking put in numbers on your party. Um, So, like, for me, like, Auto Phoenix and all that stuff was, like, not optional. It wasn't handy, you know, with it a was, lot of these bosses, yeah, but especially this guy required, yeah, to be this dude. So, and he's and he's fast too, because like I was able to get like on normal enemies, it's just it's just all my party members forever. You know what I mean? Like they never get a turn, and yeah, he would get a turn are, like every four or five moves. His stats are pretty max. I'm looking at the stats, like oh yeah, like 10 million HP, 255 strength, 255 magic, yeah, 200 10 million <laughs> HP. Like, and we can do five nine, so we can essentially do. What, 100,000? Yeah, 100,000. Yeah, 100,000. So that's at least 100 hits and one, right? It's going to take yeah. 101 hits, like at our best, to be able to take him down. So this can take a minute. He's armored, so maybe if you, uh, you know, get his health, get his defense down a little bit, he might cut off, cut some of those hits down. Who knows? Well, well I was still chuck doing a, five nines. Chuck, chuck a frag grenade at him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was still, I was still doing five nines to him the whole time. Like there was no more damage I was going to be doing, but um, even with that, it just he he took a long time for me. Um, but I find like he like many of the um, the post game bosses are kind of more about being methodical. Like once you have the rhythm, it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like you know what they throw out. You know what you can do. You know what you do on your turn. You just consistently do it, and then you're you're fine. Man. Wow. Camper mentioned in the chat earlier that there is some interesting strats you can approach this, which I'm, I'm curious to hear about. Very curious. So, um, yeah, one of the strats is you have Yuna summon <laughs> Yojimbo, and it's that easy. <laughs> but, um, Pay to win. Yeah, exactly. So, Nemesis in... Uh, I'll go based off the PS2 speedrun because we can't abuse Yojimbo there. There's a couple routes that have been done um the one that i use is pretty much just titus uses quick hit a lot mm. and you know that's you know speed run sense we're not gritting um we're just gritting minimal uh wise so we just have one person really doing all the damage and then the other two which in that run i believe is kamari and riku riku mm. like you we've all mentioned with the the mixes having auto life is just way too good and then Kamari just happens to be there because throughout the the length of the speedrun, he gets um, more agility nodes than other members. So he's already, you know, getting more turns in 
than um, anyone else would. And so the really cool thing about Nemesis is that um, is how the AI works. So Nemesis has a few different moves up its sleeve, but essentially each move adds some amount to a particular counter. And when that counter hits 20, it'll use some ultra move that's like a party wiping kind of thing. Yeah, what was that called? Is that is that ethereal cannon? It's like I think yeah, that or right. ultra spark. It has ultra spark and ethereal cannon. I remember. Yeah. There's, oh, Armageddon. 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 Yeah. That's right. Oh, by the way, we were talking about um, Sin's move. You remember when we were talking? We had Mutsky on, and we were talking about Sin's overdrive, right? Like it fills yeah, away, yeah. and we were all like. How disappointing. That was like the laziest looking move ever. Like yeah, for, it just gives you a game over screen. For it being Sin's ultimate attack. Like this looks really fucking lame and weak. Armageddon is a good fucking move animation. That is cool <laughs> as shit. <laughs> it takes like two minutes to go off. Shows the destruction of the world. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> Super good. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> it's interesting to me just in a lore sense that like this this man is just chilling in the calm lands and he's like yo <laughs> accidentally let all of my pets out can you go and bring them back oh by the way you did that check this shit out i just made something that is worse than sin something that can easily defeat sin like this man could do it himself he maybe just doesn't know about sin he's just like i'm just a man he's a, he's a hobbyist yeah yeah god sorry but, anyway yeah i mean there's that big bad move and pretty much all in the speed run sense is just keeping track of that counter because mm. um his he has a, a regular attack where he just like swipes um i think ethereal cannons a single target move and then the other spark one is aoe yeah and essentially it's just about juggling auto lives and um prepping riku's overdrive if needed because more often than not she'll get her overdrive back um but like you mentioned prior, and trust is really, really handy to have just in case. Yeah, it's like in case he uses like ethereal cannon or the single swipe on someone who isn't giving Riku uh, overdrive, which I yeah. guess depending on her setting could be her or somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. But yeah, um, the fight itself is pretty cool. I will say that quick hit in the PS2 version is so nice compared to hd because I, they i've heard that it takes way more time off yeah yeah they've they've essentially nerfed quick hit in the hd version where it's like if you could get maybe like four quick hits in the hd version you can get twice that amount roughly mm. oh, it's damn. really really nice that wow. sounds real nice you said like what 45 minutes of quick hits and that's like the whole fight that's for penance <laughs> oh for penance i'm sorry that one's for penance yeah for <laughs> nemesis a a good nemesis quote-unquote good nemesis in the route that i use is roughly like 13 minutes and that's 13 minutes of juggling that counter and making sure you don't mess up <laughs> right right and that is like uh, the big part of these fights right is just making sure you don't mess up on the lengthier battles because mm -hmm. like we'll get to penance i did mess up on him a couple of times like 40 minutes into the fight and was like god uh, damn it <laughs> uh, anyway uh, so that is uh the monster arena and nemesis yeah. and we still got a way to go so i tell you what let's take a break and when we come back we'll get to the dark aeons Ooh. 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 <laughs> um, sounds good buddy all right i'll see you there
while we were on break, we realized that we forgot a very cool fight in uh in the monster <laughs> arena, and it's uh, one of one of Zwanzig's favorites. It's uh, it's, yeah, it's my, my my personal favorite one from the uh, monster arena, which is called Thubon with an apostrophe in the middle of it for some reason. Um, in Japan, uh, is Brachio Brachy Brachio Radio Rados for some reason. So why do they get all the good names? <laughs> I also, when I went to search it, I accidentally searched something from Skyrim, which is like one. I of was the gonna shouts. say, I was literally getting ready to say, isn't that the name of like the shout from Skyrim? I think or something? I may have actually said it before I realized. That's it. funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Thuban is a is a recolor of Sanctuary Keeper. But um, what I like about him is that he doesn't take any of your shit with regards to auto life <laughs> because he has a he has a counter move that he will do whenever you attack him. And that includes with overdrives, and uh, that counter not only does a pretty hefty amount of damage, but it also dispels everybody's auto life. <laughs> I think what? there's a couple of enemies who do that because there were definitely some points where I was like, okay, I'm a little under leveled for this, but I think I just unlocked auto life, so I should be able to do this. And like, I used it and stuff. I think I, I think like Razia um, from uh, Dark uh, Mindy or whoever yeah, it is, yeah, that is Dark Sandy. Yeah, like she used that and I just died and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> he's a cute, he's named after the cute dinosaur from Final Fantasy VI, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brachio, Brachioratos. Oh, oh he's like the Brontosaurus you fight yeah, in the a forest. Brachiosaur of Blackoretos, yeah. a Thuban. But okay. yeah, yeah, he looks kind of yeah. cute in the in the in Final Fantasy VI. He's just a normal <laughs> dino. It's a little dinosaur. <laughs> Is that the one that we get the? Uh, the fucking one of the nuts that we need from in FF7 for the Chocobo breeding. You remember that? Yeah. Am I crazy? The carob nut. Yeah, the carob nut. That's right. <laughs> all right. It all comes together. There we go. Reused assets. <laughs> I can't believe that, it. That's just my uh, my favorite monster arena fight because I had a lot of fun, like, kind of trying to strategize around mm. his moves. Mm. This really does feel like our Chocobo breeding episode, though. Do you, yeah. do you wait until, like, he almost has a turn and then apply auto life? Uh, I mean, I think I was just using it for when he was about to do his big rainbow move because I yeah. was at, at the sets I was at, I couldn't survive it. So right, right, okay, that makes sense. I feel like that's a good strat for it. I, that's that's one thing I really like, like and respect about Final Fantasy X is there's so many points in this game where you're like, oh, I'm unstoppable. I'm a fucking, I'm a new god, and no one can kill me. <laughs> and then like you get into a battle and you're like, oh my god, I'm not shit. Like I'm getting my, <laughs> my well, ass there's kicked. a set of bosses that will make you very much feel that way, yeah. and they are the dark. Aeons. Yep. Um, the Dark Aeons. Are they part of your speedruns, Camper? Do you have much experience with these guys, or do you just kind of forget them? There is a category called Penance Percent, so Yeesh. we have to do that there. Oh, that's, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Have you run Penance Percent? I have, and it's Oof. awful for more or less one reason. So, speedrun sends, you know, Zamato everything. Dark Yojimbo is the worst when it comes oh, to that. I bet. Because... It's doable, but the thing with, um, sorry, I don't know if we want to go into this. I don't know if we wanted to go in a particular order. Yeah, I tell you what, let's let's hit, let's do them in acquisition order. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll get to yeah. I'll get to my rant then. <laughs> yeah, we'll say so we're just gonna save it. that for the listeners. There you go, listener. How intriguing! You have to yeah, continue you listening. Listen. <laughs> we got campers. We got campers listicle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think we've actually talked about one of them before, right? Uh, yeah. Dark Valfor. Yeah. I was in, in Baj uh, Temple, 
and I was like, I'm missing two of the chests. And I was like, oh my God. And at this point, I thought that every single one of the chests was going to be blocked by a dark Aeon. And I was like, oh my God, this is awful. And I was way, way, way under leveled there. I think I ended up just, it was right after I got Yojimbo and I was just like, well, I'm going to see, I'm going to like grind up so that I have enough affinity with Yojimbo or whatever it's called and just, you know, shoot my shot. And I was able to, to beat it that way. And I was like, I feel bad that I didn't beat it like, you know, the non-cheese way. And after fighting these, like now, like the ones that I fought, I'm like, eh, I'm fine with that. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah, it, 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 listeners will remember that I made it all the way back into um, Besaid's, uh what's it called, uh, Cloister of Trials, did the trials again, which I forgot how to do, and it took me a while to do. <laughs> then I got to the chest, and it was already opened, and I had forgotten like, <laughs> two other ones that all. are not blocked by Dark Aeons, and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> um, I saw a guide online for the Dark Aeons, and I think it nicely split them up into like two categories and there's like dark aeons that are beatable with pretty good stats and dark aeons that you should max your stats out for yeah and um i feel like that's kind of accurate at least to the way that i was playing them because there was a few like i didn't go after any of them with the exception of dark veil for until after i had pretty much max stats and some of them i would just roll over like i would just steamroll them and then other ones still were like kind of interestingly tricky in a way so like it, yeah. it, there's th this is like i mean i would say they're, they're penance level bosses almost really like they're tough yeah so shall we, shall we get in just to get into them let's do it i think it's worth mentioning that these are not in the original version these are essentially like like the optional dungeons later, right yeah it's like the optional dungeons in final fantasy one that we were talking about where it was like only on a... weapons in seven as well right like yeah, they, they yeah, two like more. Yeah, it's like when they yeah. when they released the game in a different market, they also included these. So like kind of like DLC, but like the older like PS2 era like of DLC game of the year edition was, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Final mix. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, is there that much to say about Dark Veil for? I feel like its thing is that like as you attack it, so all of them have this, but as you attack them, their overdrive wanna, gauge builds. Do we want to get into like their encounter, like how we find? Them? Oh yes, let's do yeah, that. Actually, we'd love yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. these cutscenes because there's a whole like there's framing devices around these that like yeah sometimes you Pretty walk cool. and, like oh my god I'm in a cutscene what the fuck's happening and I'm like that's right you realize what's happening yeah. and I'm like oh god no I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so this one starts as you we're to trying walk to get all the way back from the beach, also because that's yeah. Really the only, there's no way to get to Besaid Village except from basically the port side of Besaid. Yeah, right. But uh, as we're trying to get back into Besaid Village, a summoner, I guess these he are all looks summoners, like right? Father, the father we met, Zook. Uh, Zook. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. a Zook-looking fella. <laughs> Zook-looking. Um, Zook suit riot. I don't have his dialogue. Does anybody else have the dialogue? He just says his dialogue says, like, is literally. Heathen. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that. Uh, oh yeah, infidel. Oh wait, is that it? Yeah. Infidel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. infidel, prepare to charge. And then he summons Dark Fail for which I'm curious. Do they record new dialogue or they just like pull this from other parts of the game? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. There's definitely some reused dialogue, which yeah. which we'll get into when we beat him, where we get the greatest callback in the entire yeah. game. <laughs> 
I couldn't um, remember what he says, and for some reason, my mind went to like the Star Wars meme where it's like traitor, and then the <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> oh, I d- yeah, you're right. The callback. I actually found it on my Switch just now. Uh, but yeah, I would say like when he summons Vale for because he that's that's what he does immediately afterwards. Um, si- it's sick looking and like in badass and like just like it needs to like a, a, some bed rest like. they all look like they they all they're all very oily <laughs> like they all just came yeah. out of like a fucking oil spill and like need to be toothbrush cleaned off Aww. you gotta get that uh the, the i want to say dove but i don't think it's dove dawn the dawn dish soap that like the whole yeah. marketing thing was like we helped with an oil spill yeah <laughs> right yeah using exactly us an oil spill so now you can buy yeah. our product look at this cute Belfort duck. looks like a duck that like would be in like the gulf <laughs> during the oil spill and like you have to have dawn to like clean during it a off. huge tragedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. um so what the but, fuck is this thing doing here? I'm like, I always wonder what the lore behind the dark, the dark aeons are. Is there any I, lore behind the dark aeons? I, I think I think the lore behind it is basically like this. I think these events are triggered after the events in uh in Unalesca. Oh wait, no. Or is it after Unalesca? After we, I think it's, it's think... post Bavel because you're uh, yeah. branded as traitors, and I think that's the earliest you can start encountering them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's pretty much like you you have been become traitors of Yevon, so like the church is out to get you and this is like their elite force of like i don't know their elite like, for the ones who like if a summoner gets out of line not in the way that seymour was getting out of line but in, like, <laughs> you know the, right. the specific way that we were out of line it's like oh we gotta have like the the a team go and get them seymour is the line <laughs> the, the a team I, I like the idea that like like in the in the depths of bevel there's like a fucking like tokusatsu like power ranger style group it's like the ginyu force from dragon ball z but it's like it's like the dark summoners we're like we're gonna go get this this yuna and they all do their cool action stance <laughs> could fight sin but like they wouldn't have any of these cool aeons for like later emergencies right, right. You know, um, since, since we can deal with sin 30 more years of that it's fine now i yeah don't think there was anything too interesting about dark veil for if i remember right with the exception that like if it reaches overdrive it's going to kill all your party yeah so this is like remember when i said earlier that there is some stuff that is just going to kill you no matter what pretty much yeah mm-hmm. yeah so most of these overdrives are like use a type of damage formula where your defense stats don't even decrease it whatsoever so it, the the guide that I'm looking at actually tells you like what the damage range is because your defense stats doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so they can be really specific. Yeah, exactly, and it's like around fifty thousand damage. Yeah, fifty thousand. Like, good lord. So auto life, or beat it before it's able to overdrive, right? Yeah. Or I guess or you could summon an aeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the the old punching bag strat. Yeah, Zamato, it's fine. Yeah, or Zamato. Yeah. The 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 kind of interesting thing about Dark Velfor is that um, he can actually use energy ray on his regular turns because you Mm. know Velfor has like the two overdrives and he can actually use one as a regular move in this. That one is actually like somewhat reasonably survivable though. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that is kind of a, a. uh, well, I guess it's not an overdrive, but later on we do have some um, some dark aeons that are using like their more powerful moves like pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. But I guess yeah, Valfor is the only one that has two overdrives, right? Yeah, 
Yes. Aside from like Maga sisters, maybe. Uh, I think it's just I think it's just Veil Four, right? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's right. We kill Dark Veil Four, and then we get a hilarious. Uh, God, video it's so good. Of, um, just like everyone in Besaid, like watching this all happen, where like you know they see Yuna like coming back and. The, the the summoner guy like falls down and Yuna does like the <laughs> Yevin bow and um <laughs> so we get I think it's the same line that we heard it's, it's the same line same recording and everything <laughs> where it's just stay away from the summoner like when stay Titus is trying to from the summoner so wait um, is, is they telling Yuna to stay away from the this new summoner <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah or, or they telling then, this old man to stay away from her. So th then one of the children, one of the children in the crowd says, you're a bad man. Oh, yeah. And he gets up and runs away extremely goofy. It's so yeah, good. He yeah, he does like a fucking Scooby-Doo run away. <laughs> this feels like, yeah, like a, a kind of Old West showdown. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the old bad man. Like, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> like, yeah, all these like, all these like scenarios seem like very FF10 fan fiction-y. Like, they're very like silly, like in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they're Japanese names, I just noticed, instead of like Dark Veil 4 or Dark Ifrit is a uh, heretic. If, oh, four, really? That's cool. really cool. Yeah, that that kind of changes the lore significance a lot. I thought we were the heretics. Maybe, uh, maybe it's uh, that's that's the heretic squad. They're like the suicide squad of a. Uh, They're like the Besaid. the Yiga clan from the uh, from release the, the Seymour cut. Yeah, cut, cut yeah. ten years off your sentence and. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess next in line would be Ifrit, right? Yeah, yeah. that's in a hot place. We found Ifrit in a hot place. So back a, to this last two uh, Bicanel, right? Yep. Yeah. We've yep. already cleared out of it of Cactuars. There's no Cactuars left to be to play with. <laughs> we're going home. Are we? Well, I guess we're not going home, are we? Yeah, because it's just home is now big. Yeah, crater. we cannot go home. I I left a lot of Albad primers in there. I haven't felt <laughs> like going back to an old save file, getting them, transferring them through the completion sphere, which I could probably do, but <laughs> there's no getting to home. I I like the uh the the scenario for this one is also very like Scooby Doo goofy, where like you run up to where home used to be. Uh, and there is a owl bed standing out front, right? And they say, my child is lost in the ruins of home. Please help me find my child. And you like walk up to where home used to be, but it's a giant fucking crater. It's just mm -hmm. like a big hole in the ground. Yeah. And uh, and the owl bed's like, oh, where did she go? And kind of like <laughs> runs away from you. You can also see like uh, dark Ifrit like, chilling yeah, down there. chilling like he, down in that hole he's yeah. like spaghetti from tim and eric just like hiding off in the distance <laughs> waiting to spook you <laughs> <laughs> yeah dark efrit's doing the spaghetti spaghetti efret efret spookcha but like and then we cut to another scene where like titus and this owl bed are like looking around so and he's just already like, summoned he's just chilling there already summoned yeah i guess and like the owl bed's like Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look over here. You go look in that cliff, wink wink. <laughs> and like so you walk up to it, uh Efrit starts to jump up, uh, and you see the summoner like transform from an owl bed into a summoner, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why that was necessary, but like apparently you can't summon without the appropriate robes on. Yeah. So they just yeah. But anyway, Dark Efrit jumps up and we get in a fight, baby. Yeah. Yeah, this one's kind of like a white. I, I think this is really cool. All the like horned 
aeons like have bloody tips on all their horns and shit. It's really fucking metal. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it first got like red, red, bleed. Red stained mm -hmm. horns. It's really cool. I noticed that with Dark Ixion, but not with Dark Ifrit. That's really cool. Dark Ifrit has a uh, 1.4 million HP. Yeah, these yeah. just have HP. They got they got HPs for days. Yeah, they're a bit of damage sponges, but at the same time, like I think we were talking on the last episode where I thought like one of the Sin encounters had like 1.4 million, and then I was like, oh no, I was thinking of Dark Aeons. It only has <laughs> like um, 140,000, which like. No. Given that we're doing an extra digit of damage now anyway, it's yeah, more it's or less the same. But these things are, you, you gotta strategize more with these. Like, it's not just, oh, I, I, I'm i doing a lot more damage. Like, they, they, they can these still These earlier ones, I mean, they, they have less HP than a lot of the original creations. I mean, even yeah, know, even without getting into, like, Nemesis, a lot of those creations have in the, in the multiple millions, so. Right, yeah. right. And I would say that, like, kind of like, like uh, Dark Veil for Dark Ifrit doesn't really have that much going on with him, right? Like, he's just kind of a straightforward fight. If you're near max stats, you can kind of mow him down. Yeah, you don't even really need to be too, like, maxed out to, to be able to take him on. If you have, like, strong Aeons and stuff, like, you know, it just becomes a, a time thing where, you know, you can probably beat him a lot more optimally, but you can, you can probably handle him. Yeah, there's not much to say. It's Ifrit. He has Ifrit's attacks, and they do a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he counters right every attack, or something. Uh, like that. I think he counters every offensive attack with. Yeah, he just counters with his, his normal attack. I guess mm -hmm. special move. Um, yeah, he uses meteor strike. I think every other time though. I do like the ending sequence to this one. This one's very good also. Yeah, yeah. After you beat the uh, the dark Aeon, you see the summoner running away from you, like like back toward those sand pits that we uh like the one that we found the cactuar running around in. Doing and bowls. um Yeah, doing bowls and a, a fucking the one of the sand draggers like pops up out of it like right as he's getting to it. And then like he kind of is like, oh shit, and runs into it and you hear like a terrifying sound and the screen goes black and you're like, oh shit. It's like a Sarlacc pit. Got boba fetted. He just got murked. He got killed by that fucking sand dragara. So that's cool. I do like that, like, right before, like, right when we get into the fight with Dark Ifrit, like, Titus is, like, peeking over the, the cliff, and it, like, yeah. shows his goofy face. And then, like, the screen flashes red, which we, like, don't really see too much in this game. But, like, then, like, it's kind of like a horror movie, like, shot, because then we see, like, mean-looking Dark Ifrit's face just, like, real gnarly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's a cool sequence. Um, now, I guess the next one is kind of interesting, right? Because the next one would be Ixion. Yeah. yeah. This one actually has some cool stuff to it, I think. We encounter uh, them, I think, just north from the uh, the travel agency, right? Right. Which I um, figured out because I was avoiding that half of the map when I was doing <laughs> everything else. Yeah. And this is this is one that, um, much like the Ifrit one, it won't trigger unless you talk to um, like the summoner first. So you'll see right. someone in summoner, like in the in the robes that we are now suspicious of. Can we've been attacked by two of these right. people so far? The script I'm um, reading calls him the shampoo bottle uh, priest. <laughs> shampoo <laughs> bottle priest. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he's just like standing under a tower and if you go up and talk to him or try to like recruit him to your blitzball team or whatever, um, <laughs> he, uh, Hello, sir, have you heard the good word? <laughs> <laughs> if you talk to him, he says, you heathen, and he yeah. starts to run away. And, uh, and there's like a little cutscene where it shows our party running after him and, uh, Kamari's like, not, what would you say, is in the back, right? And yeah, kind of stops. kind of just looking around. 
Yeah, and stops and looks around and looks specifically at one of the towers. I think it's the tower that has like the um the little overhang that we stood over or stood underneath at the end of the Thunder Plains. Yeah. And um it kind of like looks at it for a moment and it kind of gives us the feeling that like, oh, something's wrong. And yeah, Titus, and Titus runs goes, up him. Something up there? Yeah, yeah, something up there. And yeah, Lulu yells back, let's go! <laughs> like trying to go beat him. And yeah. then we see Thunder strike the tower and Dark Ixion like appears from it, right? Um, and kind of like jumps down and starts running after us. Oh no. And and in the meantime, did did the armored summoner become two people somehow? Because when we catch up to where we're running, there are two people here now. <laughs> yeah, there's like a child. Yeah, there's like a a priest and a nun, I guess. Yeah, it's like one of the kids yeah, that were like yeah. running around in the temples. Oh yeah, the one that one of those little kids who loves yeah. candy or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh but they sick dark Ixion on us and we get in a fight with it. Yeah. Um which I noticed this is the first one that I was like, oh, I need to pay attention a little bit because I thought I lost for a moment. I was like, oh shit, I fucked up. I'm gonna game over on Dark Ixion and I thought I fucked it up. But it I swear it did um it did one of its like super moves and it didn't kill my character and I was like <gasps> What? Did I just get oh, through it? it? What the fuck? But I think it was, was it like it's Thor's um, hammer or something. It's like uh, yeah, it wasn't the Thor's hammer. It ended up being like its secondary move, where oh, yeah. it kind of like does that little boomerang. Something? Yeah, arrow spark. Because I think that only targets yeah. one person. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I basically I let it have a turn when I didn't mean to let it have a turn. Um, also, can I let me ask y'all a question? Are there ever instances where like the Dark Aeon will have a full overdrive meter and then not use it? Um, well, the, the the interesting thing is, um, I, I guess, slight spoilers. We're going to fight this one twice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in the first fight, he doesn't actually use Thor's hammer. Right. That's see, that's what happened because I let it, I let it get all the way built up, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna fucking die!" <laughs> like, like this is it. I let it have a turn with full overdrive, and it used uh, arrow spark and I didn't remember because I haven't used Ixion in a long time so I was like oh arrow spark is it's overdrive I'm fucked and then nobody died and I was like that doesn't seem right <laughs> like, that, that was that was very confusion. Odd. that was my confusion when we were talking about energy ray and energy blast or whatever and how like oh, I yeah. was like oh yeah the aeons all use their overdrives right? and I was like wait arrow spark isn't actually an overdrive it just uses it as it's overdrive before the okay. second fight yeah I, I was wondering about that because I saw that happen and I was like did the game glitch and just give me a free one? <laughs> like, the game felt bad for me. <laughs> this, this game, it might feel bad for you. It will never give you a break. That is what I've learned <laughs> in my, like, 150 uh, hours of playing it. <laughs> so, this is interesting. Uh, apparently, a Dark Ixion is, the, um, is unique in that you can actually flee from it. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. Which is actually handy if you want to uh, farm AP on the first encounter with it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's a good alternative to, like, Don Tarberry, for example, if you don't have it unlocked, because you can flee from that. And I think the way that the first phase works is that it always counters an attack. So it's pretty mm, much just nice, slap with someone yeah. and then run with someone else. Right. And, and like we were saying, there are two phases to this one, right? So like once we beat it, um the the child summoner that's there kind of like it doesn't like fuse with it it kind of just stands beside dark ixion and they start like teleporting all around the place and you have to like yeah. run up to it and interact with it before it teleports away i guess like, yeah, it's very odd I think, <laughs> I think what it's supposed to be is it's like 
they appear where there's a lightning strike and then you have to go up and run before um before they disappear again at the, yeah. for the next lightning strike. I think that's what it was trying to like do. Okay. I was like, what is going on here? This is very odd. But yeah, you interact with it and you fight it again. Yeah. And when you fight it again, I think this is now when it doesn't counter every attack, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So it's much easier because at this point you're like, oh, there's no, there's no downside to me <laughs> just doing like, you know, quad or, uh, you know, however many nines of damage that I can do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're ready to go fucking ham on it. <laughs> Another interesting thing about um, about Dark Ixion is when it uses uh, like a lightning attack, a, 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 a black magic attack, it uses Thunjaga. Oh. Thundaja or however you say it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's Thundaja. like, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's one that we, can, we can't we can use. the um, AP grinding because it will likely do like five nines of damage. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the animation for it is just the same as Thundaga, but... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that uh, this game had any of the uh, the fourth tier ones in there. That's interesting. I feel like maybe another boss might have used a fourth tier. Like, it's one that we don't get it, but I want to say maybe yeah. Leska used something like that, but I can't remember for sure. Huh. How about that? How about that? Um, I are, There's no scenes after this one, really, are there? Like, I think you just kind of beat Dark Ixion, and that's it. Yeah. You get two master spheres, or I did at least. Yeah. Thundaja is apparently non-elemental in this. That's weird. That really? actually, <laughs> that's a good point because I was like, oh, fighting Ixion, better use null uh, shock. And I used null shock, and then Th Thundaja hit, and I was just it like, still oh. went through. <laughs> I still died. I was See, like, oh. the, the, they're like, well, we, we, we put in these way too good uh, things that can just block all elemental damage, so I guess we have to make <laughs> all the super bosses, even though they're elemental enemies, we have to right. make all their attacks non-elemental. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if, I guess it probably also can't be reflected, it's probably like Ultima in that sense, but I wonder if like it was used on Dark Ixion, if it would absorb it or if it would take damage mm. from it. Because hmm. I was like, I don't want to use Reflect because that would heal it and probably heal it a lot. Oh yeah. But that's yeah. interesting. Hmm. Um, so I guess that's it for Dark Ixion, right? Like that's... Yeah. So I didn't. There's not really anything like too fun or interesting that happens after you beat it. It's it's pretty much you're just done with it. You get your rewards, um, <laughs> and then we move on to Lake Makalania for mm -hmm. Dark Shiva, which has one of the goofiest ending sequences for a Dark Aeon to me because I was a fucking idiot when it happened. But um, so uh, yeah, so Dark Shiva. Also pretty easy. I don't think Dark Shiva has a lot of HP. Like no, but yeah. this is where uh, I would I would like to to, um, to talk about the luck stat because this is the first one where uh, it becomes okay. pretty relevant. Let's do it. Let's do it because this becomes okay. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, let me let me set the stage here a little bit. Um. Throughout most of the game, you've probably not really paid much attention to the luck stat because there are very few luck nodes on the sphere grid to begin with, and mm -hmm. even fewer fortune spheres to actually activate them. A lot of people don't even like really know what luck boosting your luck really does. I mean, I mean, my guess, my guess is that it like increases your chance for a critical, maybe. But it does do that, um, but what what I didn't know till recently. Um, is that it actually also affects your hit chances. So different than like aiming, it's like... Which was very odd to me when I found that out, considering this is one of the few Final Fantasy games that has like dedicated evasion and accuracy stats. 
but yet it still has another stat that also affects your evasion and accuracy. Um, That's a lot of numbers. It is a lot of numbers, yeah. Um, so the, the, the way it essentially works, and I, I, I have this pulled up because I think it's very interesting, is there's essentially two different calculations um, where the evasion and accuracy calculation will come out with a number that's like between 25 and 100 percent if your uh, if your accuracy is high enough then you'll you'll have a hundred percent hit rate based on that now no matter how high your accuracy is it's never going to be any higher than 100 after that first calculation and then the luck stat happens okay So what then happens is it takes whatever number came out of the first calculation, does that plus your luck stat and minus the enemy's luck stat. Okay. So Mm. if the enemy has a higher luck stat than you, then you have a chance of missing no matter how high your accuracy is. Oh, that's so weird. This has, for the most part throughout the game, not been a relevant concern because almost every enemy in the game has very low luck stats. You're yeah. going to have more luck than almost everything you're fighting. Um, even like Nemesis has a luck stat of one. I did notice <laughs> that. I, I noticed that when I was looking up Nemesis. I was like, what? <laughs> very unlucky. This man that had, had, was very bad at making lucky characters. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why so stars were able stat, to take him down. Put like no stats for it on the sphere grid, made it really hard to level up. And almost completely irrelevant for most of the game. And then you get to the Dark Aeons. And (laughs) they will have actual luck stats that are quite high. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think um, naturally during the course of the game, you get like your luck stat into like the 20s? If that, yeah. If that, yeah. I'm looking at like all the original creations. I think most of them have like a luck of like 15 maybe. Yeah, which is which is again is lower than what you have by default. So it's, Val- it's not yeah, Valfor has forty eight, which is a lot. So I I got Ifrit mine has twenty seven. That's more than we're used to. And then Shiva has seventy three. Yeah. Seventy three. Yeah. yeah, this is the first one where it becomes like if you haven't leveled it up at all, it's actually quite difficult to mm-hmm. hit with regular yeah. attacks. I got my accuracy. Or sorry, my accuracy. My uh, my luck up to one oh eight. I think. It, where I, it was where I left it off. And at that point, it was good enough to hit any Dark Aeon, but not hit just any Dark Aeon every time. Like, I'd still have some misses going on on certain ones. 50% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, having a look stat of, like, 20 or whatever your look stat is going to be kind of naturally if you just fill out the, the luck nodes that are on the grid is if you're going to be missing every goddamn time on these aeons like you're just not going to be able to touch them even with max accuracy oh my god i think yojimbo has the highest yojimbo is a motherfucker oh no, oh, no. dark mindy mindy yeah mindy yeah yeah, yeah. she's ridiculous she's impossible to hit. 130 and yojimbo has 140. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> She's got the most. Okay. Yeah. I will say, on top of like the luck stat, um, more or less, I would presume people would be using overdrives to kill things. There's a certain mm. point with the dark Aeons where you notice that your overdrives aren't doing as much. So yeah. maybe you'll try to do like an attack there and then you just miss all of a sudden. You're like, yeah, well, yeah. here we are. 
Mm-hmm. You know that was that was interesting because I was using like like Titus's like slice and dice right, which like he is doing every time full nines. Like when he like attacks normally, it's always five nines. Uh, but his slice and dice would only do like twenty sometimes, or maybe yeah. even like less. And I'd be like, he's putting in less numbers doing an overdrive than a normal attack. The, the reason for that is um, that. This is actually a specific property of the Celestial Weapons, is that they ignore enemy defense. Mm. Uh, that's um, pretty handy, and, and only it's not something you can customize, it's just the Celestials that do this. Mm. Um, but that specific property only uh, applies to regular attacks and not uh, okay. to overdrives. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So against against enemies with very high defense, overdrives are actually not that good, which applies to some of the Dark Aeons. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely some of these, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, I guess like that is the the interesting thing about Dark Shiva is being like the first one who has this really high look stat. We said in the seventies, I think seventy three. Yeah, so like, and and you can hit them with lower luck than they have. Uh, like like I said, like mine was like what 30 below yojimbo when i was fighting him and i was able to hit him not every time but i was at least able to connect so i would say like yeah. you know if you have like 50 luck you're probably all right on dark shiva and it's it's also just like like anything else especially with some of these fights like it's still very doable especially if you have like auto life and auto phoenix like it's just a matter of how long it's going to take. So obviously you want to hit every turn because it's basically you're just fighting a damage sponge and you have to do as much damage as quickly as possible. So if you don't have like full, right. full luck, you're just kind of like, you know, it's just taking you longer. The the thing about Dark Shiva also is that she is incredibly fast. Um, her regular attack is a rank one action, which is the the fastest possible that's also what quick hit was in the original na version which is why it was so uh, uh. so essentially she can do quick hits damn yeah that's wild the actual encounter of this fight is kind of the setup is kind of funny right we're just like we just approach yeah. like the the temple from the outside like the before we actually go into you know the area where we had like the kind of wedding reception type of thing where everyone was gonna like oh yay like the wedding's gonna happen or yeah right right but uh, i guess aguado comes out and like greets you it looks like it looks like the guado that summoned fucking defender x on us yeah it looks like oh one yeah of, uh, it might have been yeah it looks like one of seymour's uh lackeys yeah but not not trommel because he's just being a sad sap at the far plane <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> but yeah he's um, like fool to come back to makalonia temple a traitor and then i guess you have like a fight like on the ice the ice bridge yeah which is, right which is cool and then after we so like like i said like the, I guess the luck thing is really the the deal, and the speed is with Shiva, but like not too many crazy tricks. So once we beat Dark Shiva, this is the part that I thought I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" We literally have like the exact same thing from when we were here last time, where Guado just start pouring out of the temple and chasing us down that ice bridge, and I was like, I was like, well. I guess I'm supposed to kill them all this time or something like because I don't want to run away from it and then have to come back and then fight Dark Shiva again because I know some of the Dark Aeons have like if you run away from their second form or whatever and you come back you have to do the first form again and I was like well I don't want that to happen so I just stood there and fought them for a while and like was trying to get around them and go inside the temple and I was like what the fuck is the deal? Maybe that would be a good way to just bring up your kill count 
for like yeah. for Don Tomberry grinding. Like sure. I'm just gonna <laughs> because like I'm regretting not doing like the sin scale like grinding early in the game mm-hmm. when you were on like the boat or whatever. It's like oh maybe this would be a good way to do it. Just like fucking kill Guado nonstop. <laughs> I do have to say the absolute balls on these guys who see you take down this million HP super boss yeah. and come in with a thousand <laughs> HP and are like we can take them. Yeah, because they're they're not stronger either. They're just the same enemies that we fought the yeah. first time. It's like that meme that was going around uh, from like Pokemon the first movie, where it's like Ash just running up to fucking Mewtwo and like throwing <laughs> a punch, and Mewtwo just blocks it. It's like, what did you think you were gonna do, Ash? Well, I, I, I saw I saw a meme where it was like M- Mewtwo knew he was gonna get owned, so he had to block. <laughs> it's because Ash is fucking jacked. It had yeah. all the stats of like poke, like a, a bird Pokemon that weighs like seven hundred pounds or whatever, just like on right. his like arm, and he's like lifting it with like no problem. <laughs> like what? Pikachu weighs like twenty pounds, and he's like caught him so many times, constantly like on his head. Ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a weird scene, and like we literally just end it by escaping. Like you just escape. You just follow the bridge to outside and it's done. You've beaten Shiva, which is very weird because there's no like yeah. fanfare or anything. There's no like, oh, we got away or anything. It's just you just go to the next screen. Yeah, we it's didn't get job. a screen like Aaron saying like, that's enough or whatever. Or, like, let's yeah. go. Like, <laughs> very weird. <laughs> um, I do actually wonder if you go back in, can you restart like the chase sequence or they're just like, eh. I was thinking about that, and I would—I th- I didn't try it, but I would think not. And my rationale for that would be: you have to have Wait, some way to get the destruction sphere at the end of the game if you mm, didn't fair. get it already. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, I that's what I thought as well. Yeah, I didn't actually try it, but that was my like logic. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Who's next? Who's Who's next on the chopping board? We're going through them. I believe that would be Bahamut. Bahamut, baby. This is this is dark Titus's blitzball manager or whatever as we call him. Right? <laughs> this is DBB. Yeah, DBB. <laughs> dark baby Bahamas. We would always call him as, as a little background. Yeah, I would, every time I would see like the kid who was Bahamas, I would just call him BB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to like distinguish like the Aeon Bahamut from from like the uh, the the vision of the faith the, that like, Titus always one, has. Yeah. So we're like, all right, yeah, he'll be called BB. <laughs> Mace from um, Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> so this is basically just back in Unileska's chambers because, again, right. this is one you we don't want to miss. Uh, like Titus's like what Sun Sigil or whatever that's in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it was it that is that what it was or was it like a Mars crest? Yeah, that is yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, or, it's well, it it's the sun crest. Depending yeah. on which yeah, which version you're playing. Yeah, yeah. the sigil like, right, that's with the chocobo shit. But um Yeah, this Ugh. is he's just waiting for us, I think, in the the final destination room. Yeah. So this one uh I actually had to employ some strats for, because uh, he was like he's a little bit different than the other ones, I think. Um and that mostly is because of the attack impulse. And so, uh, yeah. I don't, is it a counter? Like, hold on, I gotta just yes. look it up. Because it seems like he would sometimes use it against me and sometimes would not use it against me. He yeah. counters with impulse, correct? Oh, after th- every five player attacks. Uh, yes. Okay. And if I guess he also has the... Can he um, petrify as well? So that's the thing, is impulse petrifies and shatters on the same fucking turn. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first time I went to fight him, I was just like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, that, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you have some, some of these, 
yeah, stoneproof is, is definitely um, one of the things that I had on, on all my armors. Uh, I was very weapons. lucky because I had, so I have like three armors, you know, equipped to my three party members. And thank goodness I never put a fourth slot on them. Cause I was like, man, if I didn't have that empty slot, for like stone proof or whatever i would have to make three new sets of armor <laughs> like with all of these yeah. like skills and everything on them to like do this battle if there was a re-remaster of this game i would like love for an item that just allows you to craft a slot <laughs> sure sure yeah or like remove <laughs> something from one I yeah. would I would like one that just lets you warp to save spheres from other save spheres instead of being like, <laughs> okay, well, I need to go to the calm lands Final again. throw down with shit. Which is interesting. I, I realized after we talked about that, um, in the, uh, in the I think in the Japanese version, uh, Sin is known as Shin, which kind of makes sense as like Shin Megami <laughs> Tensei. You know, I Shin, think that's Shin like... Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Well, yeah, also, yeah, there's, so... no, there's no C sound as well. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. I yeah, yeah, I was like, it's kind of cool that he Wait, calls it the, mean, uh, like the Japanese death, name, basically. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, he makes you think. <laughs> really dinks you dink. Um, Bahamut. Anyway, Bahamut. Yeah. So impulse to me was like the big, not a challenge so much as just like a, no oh shit. I'm fucking glad I haven't customized my weapon or my armor all the way. Yeah. And that's when I use my dark matters to make a a ribbon for Yuna's armor as well. Yeah. I, so ribbon. I have a ribbon drop uh, for Yuna. Like, I don't really? know how I got that, but I got an armor that has ribbon on it already. And I've never had to craft it. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Yeah, some of the the boss, like the Dark Aeons and the the uh, species creations and stuff, they'll drop like really interesting equipment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm just looking at the, uh, it uses, impulse also slows your character, right? Unless you have auto haste. Yeah, well, Impulse does a lot. Okay, auto haste. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because it also ignores slow proof and ribbon, which is and real the, rude. the the rough thing is it also casts all of the breaks on you. Yeah. Um, yes. Like armor yes. break and all that, uh, which is rough because you can't even protect against that with ribbon mm -hmm. or anything. So you just have to dispel it. Dis okay, I was gonna say weird thing about that is you don't asuna it. You have to dispel it. Yeah. Which is usually like a thing that we use because I've always thought like, oh, okay. As soon as for our characters, dispel is for the enemies, right? Like that's how that works. But like, what's interesting is dispel gets rid of status effects. So if you have like a good status effect on yourself, and then you get armor broken and you need to dispel, you'll also dispel the good things that you have on yourself as well. Luckily, yeah. for some reason, dispel doesn't dispel auto life, so that helps. Okay, that that no, is good. Yeah, I was wondering huge, about that. Yeah. And also something to note about dispel. If you use the uh, what was it the the one mix the ultra null all, it does mm. not remove like the cheer buffs or aim buffs yeah. either. Right, oh, so nice. that's really nice. Yeah, yeah, so this is actually one of the few fights where, for a lot of it, I did actually like to try to stay alive with my characters as much as possible. Mm. Just not when you use mega flare, because again, that's just it. Just yeah, just, yeah, right. So you Aeon blocker, fucking the uh, use your auto life, yeah. Yeah. You just gotta deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say there's some interesting strats for this one in particular, and like I know it's a model run because um, the way that um, we went about doing it is essentially we use an ability called uh, Sentinel, which I feel like is very underrated. 
I because don't know that I've ever used it. Essentially, that makes it so that particular character that uses it will tank an attack for another character, presuming it's like a single target move. Yeah. And so with uh, Titus's weapon, he has a, a counterattack ability. And so when Bahamut goes in for an attack, Titus tanks it and he will counter that. And that does not count towards oh. the counter for impulse. So you essentially get a free hit in there. That's cool. That's, that's awesome. cool. It's, it's, it's I think that that's old, that old technique of you can't counter the counter. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's um, Titus's celestial weapon has like a hundred percent counter, like stat on it, doesn't it? Or like a, uh, it's something that I've I've never seen him not counter attack where he could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice. I mean, I put it to good use on penance. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll get to there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dark Bahamut. Fucking good fight. Good, good. What a champ. Good job. Good, good fight. Uh, oh, we got we got a few to get through. Still. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whom's next? Whom's next? Uh, anima. 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 Okay. My favorite thing about Dark Anima is the way that we summon it. We have to do Waka's Blitzball throwing game again on Mount Gagazette. And when we win it, Anima just like <laughs> fucking raises up chains out of the ground and everything. At the entrance of Mount Gagazette, which is not where we are at the time, and we can just like walk by it and it's fine. Like we can just be like, hey buddy. That's <laughs> where the Ronso kid and like mom were hanging out. Not anymore, they ain't not Mansion's <laughs> nowhere to be found either. Yeah. I just like I don't know. I like. I like. I, want, the, like, I wish he we... was there. Like, would you like to hear a story about Dark Anima? Yeah, we, <laughs> we're just like chilling out, listening to his story. Fucking Dark Anima's just screaming in the background and freaking out. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah. Like it. It seems pretty chill. I like that we can we can walk right up to it too. Like you can pretty much get like within a couple feet of it, and it's it's get fine. Selfie. Get a selfie with it. Yeah, just chill out. Dark Anima, man. They caught me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chillest of the dark aeons. I enjoy that about it. Um, is this like so? Is this just like Seymour's mom, but evil? Yeah. What's the deal with that? Why is it? Yeah. No one summons it really. Like it's just, it's just here. Just vibing. Just just vibing. Um, now this one I had a little bit of trouble with, if I remember. It's weird they have to redo the first trial to summon this. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's what's funny about that, and this is kind of like a tangent towards Nemesis, I guess. If you fail, like throwing like the blitz ball and you get into an encounter, mm. those encounters are set. So it's like you'll always receive like um, like encounter one there, encounter two there. It goes in a cycle. So you could use that to capture 10 of each um, things in Gagazette. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yeah. But why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's probably way slower, right? I'm sorry. I'm reading the uh, the Wikipedia for it. I think most people have trouble with the Gravija move because of all the stats effects it applies. Yeah, yeah that's it's, right. It's really handy to have ribbon on at least one mm -hmm. character for the this. same attack as Sin has with the Mega Gravitron. Graviton. The Graviton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this, uh, this one inflicts doom, slow, sleep, dark, and silence. And I mean, the, the, the big ones to worry about there, I guess, are sleep and doom. <sighs> Death proof right. does not work. <laughs> that's yeah, wild. yeah, that's also a thing. It has the the pain attack that that just does instant death, and <laughs> it's like you can't even even with death proof it will hit. Do you shoot yeah. just like zombie yourself and just like, or I mean, it will I don't even think that you. would help at all. I just had one character have because the thing is like at this point we're so fast that we're gonna get multiple turns before Anima gets one. So like if everybody's asleep except for your one character with the ribbon, 
you're pretty much guaranteed that that character's turn is coming up next. And for me, it was Yuna. So I would just look at my turn order, see who is next as soon as them. And then when they get up, they'd as soon as the third character and I'd continue on. And like, I guess I didn't think the battle was hard, but like, dude, anima has so much HP. Like this battle takes forever. (laughs) Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, it goes on for so long that it'd be easy to like, forget about. Yeah, then, you want to be consistent. Or like forget a step and you're like, oh no, I forgot to to have auto life queued up and now it's just game over. Yeah, and then every once in a while it's going to cast Oblivion on you, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my, I was like, okay, well I'm just going to Aeon tank. So I'll Aeon tank Oblivion, it's going to come up a couple times, whatever. Because the other ones I didn't even have to do it because I was able to do enough damage that they never got their overdrive off. Except for, I guess, Dark Ixion who was going to, but didn't get the opportunity anyway um but he got to do it a lot and i like by the end of this battle i had like two more aeons left i was like "Uh oh (laughs) like we're really getting down to it here so like (laughs) it it took a while he's got a lot of aeons but yeah i mean i think that's the thing is like you need to watch out for the status effects you need to have somebody with a ribbon on to be able to to do this uh battle right real pain in the ass a real pain. That's true. <laughs> I'm looking at the wiki, and you apparently, yeah, I didn't even know that there was a no sphere grid playthrough, and one per- yeah. one confirmed like someone was able to beat Dark Anima without using the sphere grid. Oh my god! <laughs> How even? I think a lot of it is like just stat pumping the aeons. Because oh, you don't yeah. need to grid for that, you just... That, that's you know. like, they don't technically use the sphere grid, but the yeah. soul level your stats. Just feed them all yeah. the spheres, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the soul level one run of Dark Souls, where it's like, you don't not level up, you only level up like the Pyromancer Flame to its max thing, and then you're doing a ton of oh, damage yeah. at soul level one. Um, so yeah, that's Dark Anima. Uh, who's next? We had one more? Yo, yo Jimbo. Yo, oh no, two more. Oh, Yo, yo Jimbo. More, yeah. we forgot. Man... Yeah, All right, optional boys. I guess the, the optional dark ones, dark of the optional ones. Yeah. So this one's a weird one. I remember before the podcast, I was saying that there was a couple things in this that I didn't understand how it works exactly, and so I was kind of curious because I was just like, "What is going on with this?" Okay, Dark Yojimbo was the one I was thinking of. Uh, Cavern of the Stolen Faith again. Go all the way to the back room, try to leave, and a summoner pops up summons yojimbo and he very like swankily like walks out of the hallway it's very it's very cool yeah, very uh, scary <laughs> yeah and we're allowed to fight him there um, another shampoo bottle priest in the script <laughs> i'm wondering if they mean mr clean because like the the first guy was just like a bald guy unless it's just because he looks like he has the beard like padded like suit the padded like Maybe. priest armor like the guys you see at like the wedding yeah i don't know weird Weird so choice. Dark Yojimbo <laughs> always gets the first attack. <laughs> um, and I felt like this is the... So I, I tried to fight Dark Yojimbo after doing quite a bit of power leveling, but not like max stats, right? Like I was like, look, I got like mid-200s attack. I got like 200 defense. I can take this MF on. And he just ruined my shit immediately. <laughs> just like, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> just like, did one wakazashi, killed everybody immediately. And I was just like, oh shit, yeah. it's gonna be like that, so huh? This, this, is, this is the first of the Dark Aeons that just has like a regular attack that you can't like 
Like the, the other ones have had attacks that can one shot you quite handily with their overdrives and whatnot, but you know when those are coming. Yeah. Dark Yojimbo can do it. Like even when you have maxed out defense and, and uh, quad nine HP, he can one shot you with Wakazashi. Yeah, it's it's insane, and th- and that that hits everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> which is very weird. Like. I don't know. It's very odd. It's a very odd fight in that so way. But it, it, it definitely is recommended to like come in with somebody with like a is it first strike that you would need for this? First strike. Yeah. 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 Um, first so strike is the only get... way to get over because I guess he always ambushes you and even with initiative. So yeah. first yeah. strike is the only way to get the first hit in. See, so yeah, right. you first strike and then I guess immediately auto life. Well, so what what um, what I did for this was um, use the ultra null because with that oh, you, can, right, you actually right. get the, the five times cheer, and that gives you just enough to like live. That's um, right. From Wakazashi. Actually, I think that's what I did. Actually, when I beat it, yeah, that's that's right. Which I mean, I just read it online, but um, yes. <laughs> so yes. the thing I don't understand. Oh, well, hold on. Let's 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 explain first that um, so once you have enough luck to hit him because he is incredibly evasive. Um, also has a lot of defense, so if you use your overdrives, you're not doing as much damage. Uh, but once you're actually able to hit him and like kind of consistently beat him, um, you find that you beat him and he runs away, but you have to fight him again, right? Like you have to like yeah. Chase him down the halls of the cavern and fight him again five times, no less. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to keep going through him. And the thing I was wondering about is I was reading online about like some strats for him, how to beat him consistently, blah, blah, blah. And it said that as you keep going, his overdrive bar increases at a faster rate every time. But it didn't for me, I don't think. I think it just kept... Because I never got to the point where he was able to use Zanmato, even on the last one. And I was like... Well, I mean, if he did, he would have died. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So the thing, too, is that uh, Zanmato does not care if you have auto life on. <laughs> it just yeah, ruins you. it, it, it dispels yeah. auto life. So if, if you see that, then you have to summon an Aeon, basically. But yeah, I never got to... You have to summon Yojimbo for the ultimate uh, betrayal. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> about this one is that this one actually, uh, Zanmato is not uh, coded such that it like ignores your defense. It just has such a high damage constant that even at like 5-9 HP max out defense, it will still one-shot you. Really? <laughs> oh, man. I think yeah, it, says it is just coded as 5-9s, not just like game over so like i don't know oh wow yeah 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 it didn't it, it's not coded as an insta kill but it is effect, effectively an insta kill. yeah that is interesting another another thing about it is uh if you try to save because there's a save sphere here yeah uh it resets and you have to start from the first one yeah yeah which is annoying if you're just trying to do this but y- if you're you trying can to farm, save like, dark matter or uh master spheres like which I don't really know why you would uh, do that, really, point, but yeah. you can do it here. So back in the day, on my first playthrough, um, the guide that I was using was telling me that I needed ribbon on everybody for some reason, even though you really don't. And it told me to essentially just keep farming Dark Jimbo until you get the right armor drop from him. I must have fought him like the first fight with him like a hundred times and I never got it. I eventually just got so many Dark Matters that I could just craft it all for everybody. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it rules. <laughs> yeah, I wish that, you know, a lot of these, these Aeons that we're fighting, too, they all seem to drop dark matter as well. <laughs> it's just like a thing that they yes. drop. Which, like, you need so many for a ribbon, though, that, like... Yeah, you need to even max with it out fighting all the ribbon. bosses that give dark matter. I still don't have enough. <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not. What I did do this time is uh, not remember that one of the fights with him is missable. Oh no! <laughs> and that's really annoying. Yeah. Because so what what happens is one of the, the I believe it's the third fight in the sequence. You actually need to run to like one of the dead end rooms and fight him there. Which I like to point out that he's like cowering in the corner like he has his hands up over his face and is looking at the corner like he's trying to hide like a little kid where he's like if i don't see titus he doesn't see me <laughs> so so if you don't do that it will just let you move on and do the fourth and fifth fights and then you'll get a slightly different cutscene where the as the wiki says it like as like in, in, if you if you miss the one fight then the summoner runs away in fear <laughs> and if you if you did the uh, the other one, then he like peacefully leaves. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't count as beaten if you didn't yeah. do the third fight. Uh, and if you go back in, he's just there again, and you have to yeah. start from the first goddamn fight. Yeah. Hopefully, you get good ribbon drops or something. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh I didn't God. know about that. And, uh, but yeah, was, on. on on that fandom, uh, on the, the wiki fandom or whatever, it does say that like each um, each progressive uh, fight, his overdrive bar increases by a larger amount to where it yeah. says like the last one is like 26% at once or something like that. But that's what I was saying is like I never saw that, so I don't know what the conditions are that actually cause mm -hmm. it to happen or not. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, I was definitely noticing it when I was fighting. Really? I wonder, uh, Zvonzig, when you were doing it, what platform you're doing because maybe it's something that was changed in the switch i was i was doing oh. ps3 so maybe maybe so maybe so um i i really like just this battle where like the overdrive gets you know more and more filled and then if if he gets the full overdrive he'll just use Zanmato on you like i like that in terms of how yojimbo that we have actually works where it's like if he dies in battle it like dips his motivation to ever use that like significantly and you have to like have a good relationship with like yojimbo like it's like a stardew valley kind of like you're trying to marry him in stardew valley or something because it's like if i lost four battles in a row with yojimbo he would not use that goddamn move <laughs> yeah trusting yojimbo to use zanmato five times in a row is ridiculous oh yeah like, in the run the thing. like the amount that we give him because we're we're strong gil the amount that we give him we tend to do him last because every time he uses Zenmato, you get a little more of like affection with yojimbo mm -hmm. mm. the, with the amount that we have and the amount of gil that we can give him we're looking at like roughly a nine percent chance of it going through five times Oof, and that's geez. rough yeah. Yeah, that's not good odds. I'd also like to say this is just another battle. Like, if you're doing this after Bahamut, like I was, you, you're probably already there. But Daigoro, his dog, will petrify and shatter a character if they're not protected yeah. by it. That that happened to me, and I was like, well, I'm going to reset now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, half stone proof. Um, so let's see, anything else about Yojimbo? Nah, not really. All right. The Dark Magus Sisters. 
this one's fun because it has like a mini game associated with it. So that's exciting. I wish I knew that when I accidentally ran into them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mentioned in a previous episode, I accidentally just found out about the Mega Sisters just collecting monsters because I was like trying to get uh, all the, I think, dragon types to get a certain item for the. Um, for the monster arena, yeah. I was like, okay, I got the I got the Mehan High Road cleared out. Oh yeah, like uh, Mushroom Rock is just around the corner. I'll just head north. And, uh, <laughs> and the, yeah, like the, the how you encounter the encounter the Mega Sisters, or there's like a, a nun and like a little smaller like a child nun, just yeah. chilling basically at the exact spot where we like uh, were Waka and like was talking to Seymour like, uh, sir, what is your bestie yeah. uh, doing here, sir? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, pretend you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, pretend pretend you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of the mini game here, right? Like, you basically it starts like a running away game, and I think depending on how f- efficiently you run away, you can like fight each of the Mega Sisters one at a time instead of all at yes. once. Yeah. Is Which that, is like, basically the gist of it? For me, with like 108 luck and like max everything else, was still fucking necessary. Like, I still needed to run away and fight them one at a time. Because, like, the first battle that I got into was just a motherfucker. I was just like, oh my god, they're so strong. Yeah, they're pretty ridiculous. And yeah. I, I did fight them together on, on this playthrough that I did. On the first time I did it, I, I actually did the minigame, but I, I figured I'd challenge myself this time and sure. actually fight them together. And it's it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, because like, do they start out with an overdrive? They do. Yeah, so, that happened yeah. to me. I was like, "What is happening?" Oh no! Just, yeah. three, they, they sh- it's cool because like, I think the camera like angles up, and you just see all three of them like waiting on the ledge of like the cliffside, and they just like do that's a fucking like super attack. Like this is the most like superhero overdrive thing I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> just get delted because that that attack takes a while. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and make again, you watch the, the Delta whole thing. attack is is one of the attacks where it's like it's so strong that no matter how strong you are, it will kill you. So yeah, you yeah. have to summon an Aeon. And and the thing about this one as well is that if you just summon like Anima or whatever, then um, since they all get separate turns, Anima is probably just gonna die from like the other two taking their turns and then the last one's gonna use delta attack <laughs> right right so you yeah. actually need to summon like the maga sisters against the dark maga sisters so that mm-hmm. they like two of them get killed and then the last one tanks the delta attack for you yeah oh, that's, that's so basically rough. the only way to do it there is apparently a way you can actually kill them like before they get a turn but it's like a very specific setup and you need to like it's it i, I saw a video of it it was like actually using like magic Weird. Mm. It was odd, but, uh... That's wild. Also, something interesting, because I don't think it applies to any of the other Dark Aeons. This particular fight, if you fight them all at once, I believe, I don't know if it applies to the single one, but you can get ambushed by them also, just by off Really? Because uh. I think... you And you can also preemptive them. It's kind of like that type of situation, oh, where it's okay. like having an initiative weapon is highly recommended for this. We just have to one. keep step count up to this point. Yeah, sure exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if we... So once they begin chasing us, if we're able to like get up into Mushroom Rock Road itself and uh, and and start running back toward where the uh, the old Albed compound was or whatever when they fought Sin, a little like mini game starts where they start to chase us right and like the game and like it's funny because like 
there's like an alarm going off the whole time that like shows different colors based on how close they are to catching you. So it's like it's kind of goofy. I like that like it has a little bit of like levity to it. Um, yeah. But when we get halfway through, uh, Cindy will drop out and just like not be able to continue on. It's just like huffing and puffing. It's like, oh, you go on without me. Keep going. <laughs> and so like the other two chase you. <laughs> and if you make it all the way to the elevator at the end without them catching you, they'll separate as well. And you'll have a chance to fight Sandy one on one. Nice. Which for me was like a little tough because even Sandy, who is not Mindy with all that with all that luck it was still dodging all the time like it was still kind of difficult to hit her yeah the thing about these is the, like they they have both high luck stats and high evasion stats so right they're they're rough yeah yeah she was pretty tough um i'm trying to think what else she did yeah she could also use razia on you as her yeah. so that's the thing is like they have their their normal special attacks i guess as their overdrives if they're encountered one-on-one -on -one. and um razia will dispel auto life and then just kill you so like you can't come back from it from there but if you have auto phoenix then you can still raise a character after that so right. so this one was just more like making sure i'm taking my time keep people healed if they need to be and doing it like a real battle like not just like pulverizing through it you know what i mean um but yeah Dark Mindy, though, the second one, holy shit, the evasion on this character, like the luck and evasion on Dark Mindy, insane. Because I was like, look, I took care of Jimbo and like wasn't too bad. I'm fine. Like this should not be any problem. And like it was like one out of every like eight swings would actually connect. They're like, Jesus, <laughs> like it was rough. God damn. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Did So you got Carl and Alex. Did you get to this point? Where did you all like? drop off at i dropped off i did a couple fights with uh dark yojimbo and i did the maga sisters by accident just all of them because nice. it was also the first it was before i even unlocked the maga sisters um but i didn't really uh go and kill um shiva bahamut or um or the full yojimbo and barely anything with the magus Gotcha, Sisters, gotcha. I am very glad to hear that you can split them up because that seems much more doable. Yes, yeah, yeah. it definitely is. Unions work. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Cindy is the funniest one though, because like I think like you can't lose to Dark Cindy. That like <laughs> sounds about right in my in my experience with using um, <laughs> with using the uh, the summon itself. That sounds. Right, because if I was down to her, I'd be like, well, I guess I'll just dismiss because there's nothing more I can do. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe aside from her overdrive, which does gravity-based damage, so it's percentage-based, she doesn't have any AoE or multi-hit attacks. So, she does not. Yeah, so you essentially can't lose if you have auto Phoenix, right? Like, you just keep clicking attack. Unless you, you run out of Phoenix downs, I would imagine. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but yeah I, would, I would say Cindy's free. So now that we've presumably have beaten every dark aeon a cutscene begins huh? in the calm lands and it's actually yeah. i kind of like this cutscene because i feel like it does it gives gravity to what we're getting ready to do it basically shows like uh i, I guess the spirits of the dark aeons i guess like 
coalesce over the calm lands and kind of dive down into the giant crater they're not crater but the the canyon that's there the chasm right? or whatever yeah the chasm I forgot what they call it like the gore the the gorge or the chasm or something the springfield yeah. gorge so that uh, homer jumps <laughs> over on the skateboard I believe Machen called it a great rend in the earth. A <laughs> great rend. <laughs> yeah, rend. <laughs> Rend's travel agency. Rend and Stimpy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but after that, like this, how the fuck would you describe penance? So, like this, this monster raises up from. It's like a sarcophagus with floaty arms. It's like yeah. a later generation Pokemon, or like one of the early angels in Evangelion, like one or the other. Yeah. It kind of looks like a ship, like almost like on it's pointing downwards in some ways. Like it's got the wheel above its head and like wings. It has like, it kind of, some of the design actually kind of reminds me of the Fahrenheit a little bit, but like mm. crossed yeah. with mm. like a sarcophagus or like an Iron Maiden. An Iron Maiden. An Iron Maiden. It fucking looks like a tomb. Like it's thing that was, it was buried in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. You guys take notice of like the background of this fight? Like, why is everything green all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, when we fight them, everything's so green. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, what it's happened? Like, oh, nasty skies. Oh, yeah, I got all sickly. That's pollution. Stink. The stink lines. Yeah, it's just <laughs> farting constantly. <laughs> so, so in terms of what penance actually is... I was going to say, is there, like, lore? Or? I, I don't think there is officially, but I like to think it's, like, a previous final Aeon. Mm. Um, and mm. particularly because uh, where has it been established that the summoners typically go to fight sin? The right, calm lands. Right. Where do we see yeah. penance appear? Specifically from the calm lands. Right. So, oh, Lily does know. have two buff arms for some reason. I was looking at like an actual model of it. So it's, it's, at least uh, yeah, my head canon is that it's like Gandalf's final Aeon or something. Right. <laughs> For some reason, when you said Gandalf's uh, final Aeon, I was just thinking of like, okay, so the Balrog killed uh, Penance the Grey, and then it came back to fight us as Penance the White. <laughs> Is there like a, maybe the Ultimatum, Ultimatum has like some... The Ultimania. I don't, really look, I don't trust anything the Ultimania yeah, says. I'm going to say that right here and dreams now. Are In just... Japanese, it's called Derichter, which is Derichter. Weird. It's on its way to fight Dracula. On the bottom of the page, I'm not sure where the set, the uh, the bottom uh, of the wiki says. I don't know where the source of this is, but it says uh, the pen is known as the Richter, which translates from German as the judge, fitting as is considered the last resort of Yevon's attempt to subdue Yuna and her guardians for good since the Dark Aeons failed. Mm. And that seems like a, a kind of, I don't know, some subtext to reading into. I don't so know Yevon just has this thing sitting around ready to go, according to that? I know what it like, is. I know exactly what it is. So there's a bunch of, uh, you know, dark Aeons that we just killed. And we also killed the, the mega sisters who are more or less, I think they're supposed to be like Sentai or like, you know, like the power sure. Rangers kind of thing. This <gasps> is just you? a fucking Megazord. Oh, I thought you, okay. I thought you were going to say it was Lord Zordon, but I like that too. I like that too. <laughs> it's definitely just Finally, the Megazord. after a million years. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the Rita Repulsa of Final Fantasy X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is the boss? Who is the boss? Who is the bad guy from the uh, Power Rangers movie? That Ivan Ooze. 
Like, <laughs> sounds this is the Ivan I, I literally, I think the last time I saw the Power Rangers movie was in theaters when I was like six. <laughs> dude, I saw it in theaters when I was a kid, and it, dude, I was so was goddamn so jazzed good. on it. I, I was, I, I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. I don't remember it at all. But, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. Oh, man, I was five when it came out. I also remember seeing the Digimon movie in theaters when I was significantly older than when the Power Rangers movie <laughs> came out and fucking loving that shit too. Anyway. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Penance. Penance is the the super boss of FFX, right? Like this is the ultimate challenge in a way. This would be yep. ultimate weapon in like 7, right? But or like ruby weapon. Like or... ruby weapon. Yeah, yeah. wasn't there yeah. a weapon we had like kind of fight multiple times around the map in seven? That was Ultima. That, yeah. Yeah. that was that was that was um, the Yojimbo what... of FF seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was also like mandatory, right? Like that was like the the story one. You fight him once in uh, yeah uh, medieval uh, for the story, and then he runs away. But the, the oh, actual right. like fights right, right, with him right. where you kill him, that's all optional. Yeah, yeah. he was like, this guy's in a, a fucking wheelchair. I'm coming back later. <laughs> um yeah like this so, whole yeah there's a whole like a lot of prep in the like the strategy guides for this because there's a lot it's, it's assuming man, a lot of homework yeah man. It's like, it's, so we know you've played for the last 70 hours getting ready to be here now here's so, the strat so step one is all of that like really high-end armor that you've spent all that time making scrap that shit it's no longer useful like <laughs> another set of armor <laughs> and so like first thing i had to do to get ready for penance is start farming chocobo wings again like get all my guilt <laughs> I, I actually did what um you were talking about alex the uh, the gill farming strat where you buy all those tetra armbands and start like changing them and then selling them so i got like a bunch of money that way yeah you um, just like, put one i forgot what the modifier is like there's an item you can get a lot of from the monster healing arena. springs yeah, you just put a healing spring on it and then all of a sudden it's like oh do you get that from kotos i did yeah Ooh, and you can make like six yeah. of them per fight and then you just you just sell them all and you get a lot of money that way. But anyway, yeah, you just like one. It's just like yeah, an item you get like ninety nine of, and one of them gives increases the value of this one right. cheap ass armor for like two or twenty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I feel like this plays in a little bit to what Zwanzig was saying earlier about you don't need to like survive attacks in well the, the, the funny thing about this is this is kind of the exception. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, agreed, yeah. So I'll, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the, um, so the, the main thing to note about Penance is that he has these arms, and the arms get separate turns. And essentially, the, any kind of reasonable strata fighting him is don't let the arms get turns, ever. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they do, like, status effects, and they get rid of your status effects, and... They can they're, do they're some mean. really annoying stuff. They can cause uh, they 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 can cast mighty guard on penance, which includes yeah. region, which you don't want. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's it's real rough. So yeah, um, they've got five hundred thousand HP each, and they regenerate pretty fast. So and yeah, I think the thing is like because of the speed that they regenerate and the amount of time you have, you can't. You can't rely on strats around reviving characters um, or healing 
because that is going to take up some of your turns. So yeah. you need to actually survive these hits, right? I mean, so w- when I went into it, like uh, the, the the first try, I didn't really have like the ideal setup for it. And it was like a massive slog. I was fighting him for like, I don't know how long, but a very long time. And I eventually like, I probably would have been able to win if I had maxed out on healing items beforehand, but I ran out uh, of healing items. <laughs> so, yeah, I was wondering no. about that because this is another battle where I was like, I wonder if this is even doable without the strategy yeah it, it, it's probably doable but it's 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 definitely a lot rougher well so for the armor in this case because we want to actually survive these attacks uh the t- the two big differences to what we have right now because we're still going to have auto haste on that's absolutely necessary right you gotta have that uh we're gonna have auto protect i think i had that on my last one as well that's super necessary and the two differences for the armor that i built for penance and these are all these are all uh part of the guides that are online right this is what people say to do this isn't like some like novel strat or anything uh is to have auto potion instead of like an auto phoenix or something like that and then defense plus 20%. And the thing is, if you have protect, defense plus 20%, and you throw Riku's um, uh, hyper, uh, what is it called? Hyper Ultranol? Hyper Mighty Guard or whatever. Oh, wait, yeah, no, it's Ultranol. It's Ultranol. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, Ultranol. the one that gives you five times cheer. Yeah, the one that gives you five times cheer. You can tank any attack that Penance can throw at you. So it'll actually bring it under the. 9999 limit and you can actually deal with it and if you sell or get rid of all of your potions and high potions and have enough x potions every time you take damage all of your characters will throw an x potion and you'll get healed back to max hp so you can continually tank those attacks (laughs) alternatively you do what i did just do it with regular potions but use trio (laughs) oh okay fair enough that's smart that's smart um and uh, yeah, so that's like the 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 necessary prep, I guess, for for me, right? Because that's the, the strategy I went with. That was like my prep: get all that armor made, get ninety nine x potions. I just bribed for them, um, and have all your celestial weapons and max stats, right? And if you can hit Yojimbo, you can hit Penance. Is kind of the way that it seemed to be working for me. I never missed Penance once. Yeah, the the uh, the arms. Let's see, I have it up here. I think they actually have low luck uh, in this instance, but they have high evasion. So again, it's like this weird thing where the the evasion calculation, if they have high enough evasion, then even with maxed out accuracy, you you will get like a a low value for that calculation. So then you need like high luck to make up for it, essentially. Yeah, I think I read online that you need like 85 luck. 85 is the magic number for this to hit them 100%. Right. And you don't want to be missing these because no, again, you don't want them getting turns. <laughs> well, so here's the thing, right? So, okay, so the big deal with penance, the thing you don't want to happen is for penance to get its turn while both arms are on the board, right? Like that, that's bad if that happens because it's going to use <laughs> what's it called? Judgment, Judgment, I think is the attack, which also looks cool as fuck, by the way. Like it's another yeah. like nicely animated attack, which I did get hit by. 40 minutes into a fight one time <laughs> and i was oh, like no that's rough <laughs> yeah and, and it was funny is like the thing about it and to me this is the challenge of it and why it's 
both fun but also annoying is kind of the same 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 thing causes it to be both of those things is that you have to pay attention because the amount of time you have in between the arms not being there and you know you actually have time now to hit penance you might only get three or four attacks off and then the arms come right back like it is not a large window so like if an arm comes up you spend every turn hitting that arm and getting rid of it you might get two or three attacks to hit penance before the other arm comes back up. So like you're you're going all the time and it feels like you're barely putting damage in on them. And then penance is also getting its attacks, which once it gets to uh, once it goes down three three hundred thousand HP, three million three million HP, it it starts using this move called immolation which causes armor break and mental break on you. So then you have to start dispelling yourself. So you're wasting another turn. And it also takes all of your MP. Yeah, and it reduces your MP to zero. So you which, which is bad if you're not using three stars. You have to use the three stars, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is that like, if you don't, and you are just like, oh, I'm just going to throw an ether. You're wasting one of your valuable, valuable turns to actually do damage dependence because mm -hmm. you don't get that many windows to do so. It's all about optimizing how much time you can spend doing damage to, yeah. to him and the arms. And, and the way that I messed up when I was doing it, uh, like the reason I lost was because I didn't time the arms correctly. Because um, I would find that like... I would get like an odd number of turns or like a weird number of turns sometimes in between arms and slowly they started getting back together closer and closer right or mm -hmm. like oh this time i only had two attacks in between the arms this time i only had one attack in between the arms and then eventually it got to where an arm would be there and i needed one more hit to take it out and penance's turn was coming up and on the turn penance comes up his other arm regenerated and he used judgment and I gamed over and I was oh, like no. what the fuck <laughs> like that sucks so you kind of have to like figure out how many turns you need to do each thing and sometimes you might even like want to take one or two turns to just attack penance and not the arms so you can mm -hmm. separate that time again and get like that that little buffer in between yeah there's like a cycle that you need to really find yourself in like i i doubt everyone has the same exact cycle but if it works for you then it works and you just have to kind of like right. stick to it because any deviation you're gonna see that judgment yeah that's oh. the thing is like you have to be so on top of it constantly because like if you're like not paying attention and you just smash through an attack or two that could be it like if you forget to quick hit <laughs> and instead you just normal attack like you yeah. may have fucked your fucking rhythm up right there that could be it for you <laughs> And I don't think we mentioned, but uh, he has 12 million HP. <laughs> which 12 is the, million! Which, is, which yeah. is already the most of any enemy, but it's not like that much more than like Dark, dark Animal or Nemesis. And then you realize, yeah, most of the time I'm not even going to be hitting him. Most of the yeah. time I'm going to be hitting mm -hmm. the arms. So realistically, you're going to be able to do like three times that amount of HP. It, it took me a full resident evil movie from 2003 <laughs> to be able to beat penance that's exactly how long it took <laughs> i as you guys are describing all of this because obviously i haven't done this fight yet maybe i never will i mean I, I think i will eventually i put a lot of hours into getting almost prepared for this so i probably will eventually give this a try but uh i'm watching a video on like it's a 37 minute video of just the fight it's been like 16 minutes and there's still like there's still more than half of this video left mm -hmm. <laughs>
a lot yeah. of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. I will say, once penance reaches that second phase, where like its its sarcophagus part of its body falls off and it like reveals a tail, um, I think it actually gets a little easier at that point to me because you saw you have to start doing the dispelling thing where you dispel the breaks but it's not hitting every single person at once like it, it no longer attacks every member of your party not that, that i guess makes it that much easier but like every so now and again titus would get in a counter attack and i'd be like yeah <laughs> yeah you can actually sentinel that so having titus <gasps> oh sentinel, sentinel you know it's I... the same person you can just prepare in that so that's should... nice oh that's awesome I, I that would have made pencil. it so much easier <laughs> that's a little sneaky when he goes from that like phase change from one to two because all of a sudden it gets like haste for one turn or something like that yeah so you can yeah. actually like dispel that and give yourself a little more buffer room yeah yeah which uh i think the the strategy i was reading said to throw purifying salts at him would take mm -hmm. away any of his uh buffs so yeah it's yeah. tails all Wild. wiggly i don't like it <laughs> I'll look at the video <laughs> yeah keep that thing packed so <laughs> keep it packed with all of this, um, with all of this and just watching how much goes into this fight, like, part of me is kind of like, oh, this seems like it's, like, bullshit, like, this is a bullshit fight, but I don't actually think that's the case. Like, my way of looking at this is they built this really incredible system. They built the sphere grid. They made it so that you can max it out, and that's how you get max stats. It's not really, like, level grinding in other Final Fantasies where it's kind of brainless and you're just like, okay, what, what enemies give me the most AP? What can I do to, like, get all the ap and stuff it's like it's way more like interesting than that and i feel like this is more like a new game plus sort of thing where it's like yeah if you want to keep playing and you actually do want to max level your characters we're going to reward you with a really difficult fight that you can beat sure yeah. sure I, I i would have to say like having replayed like the post game of, of ff10 now I, I I like it more than than I thought I did previously. There there are actually some fights that I that I had a lot of fun, like with, without looking too much at guides, kind of like figuring out the strategy a bit for. Yeah. Um, I I will say I think that there is like some part of the system that kind of breaks down at this point. I, I think it's a shame that you're kind of forced to have one party if you don't want to like grind up seven characters yeah um, yeah it also kind of sucks that magic more or less becomes obsolete yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's it's funny because like up until this point up until literally like the end of the game where i split my save files i was pretty much just throwing magic and i like made yuna my main mvp because i was like her her magic attack is so strong and she's got double cast like i basically just made her a black man you, you were waiting and, like, to get ultima for like the entire game <laughs> uh-huh that's what i was <laughs> building towards and i was so excited for it and now in my game i'm like oh it makes more sense for me to just attack with yuna <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right way yeah. more than a double cast of ultima i do really like the the aesthetic of seeing yuna run up and then the bonk sound from her yeah. staff bonk, and like and it does five nines of damage and i'm just like yeah this game all right actually <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the video the video that i was watching of um of the dark aeon fights they had lulu using the onion knight 
and just <laughs> mm. using quick attack and just mm-hmm. like I love that I love running that. up and bouncing and I'm like now I need to like rethink this and build it so that Lulu <laughs> can do this as well yeah because like you know what that's that's the reason why I'm so mad that like Lulu's weapon is the one that you get for the lightning dodging because I can't fucking do lightning dodging I'm terrible at it is because I was just like no I want to see the little doll run up and do five nines of damage <laughs> like I just want that aesthetically for me <laughs> Curtis, the next time that we are hanging out in person, bring your Switch and I will do the lightning dodges for you so that you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going little brother, older brother yeah, kind yeah. of situation here. Trade my, yeah, it'll trade your Riku for his Riku and then it'll yeah. <laughs> Well, what we do is we, we turn we turn the console off while it's transferring and we actually duplicate the Rikus. We both have one. Yes. Or it's going to be like in Gen 2 when they introduced the Everstone, which prevents your uh, That's Pokemon right. from... Yeah. And they're like, hey, do you want this Haunter? And you're like, yo, I want to get a Gengar. I know how this works. And it has and they to trade it to you, and, and then you're like, yo, what's going on? It didn't evolve. And they're just like, oh, were you expecting a different Pokemon? Well, the stone I gave it <laughs> would prevent that from happening. You're like, you asshole. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so... um, It's a fucking doozy. I'm like I'm like watching the video. The of it fight's still like, going on, by the way, in this video. Yeah, <laughs> it's long. It took me a whole movie to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember you being like, "What did you say? An hour and forty minutes?" It, it was like an hour, or like 20, an hour, hour and thirty. Four? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I forgot if you said camper dead. Did you do a penance run before? Uh, yes, I have, and uh, speedrun wise, it's just Zenmato. But I have done <laughs> penance. No, like. Zenmato, and yeah. it's a pain. It's still very lengthy. Like I think I finish just after forty-five minutes, and a bunch of it is just quick hitting the arms because that's the best yeah. way to do a lot of damage in a little amount of time. Right. Yeah. And and like I said earlier, I didn't even know. I don't know why I didn't fucking know this. I never went to the config menu. I guess, but there's memory. <laughs> quick hit is the last thing in the menu. It's like at yeah. the bottom and on the right. After you said that, it suddenly made total sense to me that it took you an hour and a half to beat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spent most of my time in the menu. Yeah. Man, fuck Final Fantasy X because there's been so many moments of that where like I was complaining on the podcast or like on my stream at one point about how like I'm like, oh, it sucks when I'm trying to like sell uh, armor <laughs> or like equipment and stuff. I wish there was like a page down feature. And Alex is just like, yeah, you can just hit R2 and L2. And I was like, <laughs> what? And this is like 50 hours into my playthrough. Or like when he's like, yeah, you can hit select and you can zoom out on the sphere grid. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> we were already in the post game game and like oh yeah you can do <laughs> I just found about man. memory with like just I wanted to mem- have flea always available um, when I was like running or just doing areas but then like would have been so helpful See, the, the, this is why when you guys do 13 you need to have me on for one of the first couple episodes because then I can tell you about all the great things that make the game way more fun to play that the game doesn't do a good job of explaining like <laughs> oh, the yeah. repeat function <laughs> oh yeah yeah the, 13 is such a wild game like not, not not this episode is about 13 but like it's wild because like there are so many awesome fucking strats and things that you can do in 13 that it just doesn't tell you about it just <laughs> doesn't explain it and like there's like a skill level for 13 in a way that like final fantasy games don't have skill levels i guess at games <laughs> it's weird it's such a weird game it's good it's a good one <laughs> yeah anyway um, is, is, that, is that a wrap on, on the super bosses i guess that's all of them yeah i think that's fucking cool yeah. i don't know if you mentioned but yeah this full penance fight is on the 
is on the Fahrenheit, right? And it's just it, the sky is horrible green. Yeah, <laughs> it has a really fucking badass like death animation where it's like explodes like a million different ways. It does the red fade out thing like we did with a mega weapon, and then it does like a supernova explosion <laughs> into fireflies. It's it's. This is really nice that in this fight, it's not like ATB like it was in Final Fantasy VII, where you also have to be very careful with how fast you're putting your inputs in. Yeah. Because it's like not as it's like it's very good that it's turn based because otherwise that would be a nightmare. I really like the speed system in 10 a lot. Just being like, it's so good. The The battle system in 10 is so good. Like, it's the only reason why I was able to like even want to do all of this grinding and stuff because it was like this weird thing where Zwanzig and I were actually talking about it in a stream the other day where it was like we don't really want to use the word good for this like (laughs) it's not necessarily good but it's satisfying and it's like enjoyable yeah it's fun yeah you can kind of you manipulate it in a way that it's fun in the way that uh hitting yourself in the balls with a hammer is fun you know like (laughs) how I kind of enjoy that (laughs) can we talk about how how Penance's arms, I guess, I think it's that's what drops it. It drops Master Spheres. And it's yeah. like, oh. I'm already done with my gritting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember yeah. I, I got, don't need these anymore. How do you think I got here? <laughs> I, got, yeah. I got 15 for uh, for beating him. And I was like, it, you know, at first you see 15 Master Spheres, and you're like, oh shit, 15 Master Spheres, that's awesome. And then like I'm like, wait, it you're doesn't like, matter. Where's my, <laughs> like, where's my completion guide? Where's my sphere transfer guide thing I, that I can like send <laughs> like the Albed yeah. primers to another file yeah. where this could be useful? I guess like we could say that at least for Nemesis, you get something for beating him, right? Like, we didn't say this, but you get an item called the Mark of Conquest, which is just a key item that's just like, hey, you beat Nemesis. That's good job. Cool. You, you did it. This you, you get a trophy. Yeah, yeah, you get a trophy, yeah. I guess, unless you're playing on Switch like I am. You, def- you yeah. fought Judgment Day itself. <laughs> it's so, wild. Also, da- like, the, the music that plays during the fight is uh, a st- very key story song that we will talk about in a few episodes. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, are they literally just playing like the fucking last boss music for this? Like, that's a little bit weird. Wow, one winged <laughs> angel? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So all we have left to do is uh, fight the final boss. Now that we're we've yeah. defeated God's pet god. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna say like again I split my saves. So the save that I have right before the final boss has like nothing extra. And yeah, I've, last week's episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've fought the uh, the final boss before and lost. <laughs> like I like I remember it being like pretty damn tough. So I don't even know that I'm going to be able to beat it with the party that I have there. I'm actually a little bit worried about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this is your post-Xanarkand save, basically? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I went from Xanarkand to Sin <laughs> and just like nothing else. Like only the stuff I have on me, only the things I had coming right out of Xanarkand. So like it's going to be nasty. It's going to be real nasty. <laughs> yeah, boss is rough. He's I rough. Really like it's though. really rough. So I'm, I'm excited. Thinking about Nemesis and like penance percent being a thing because you're just like you call the game done after you've done what we just did in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Is like, is the is the uh, final time on like a penance percent once you beat penance or is it once you beat BFA? You have or to I guess beat uh, the game. The game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. While oh, also having beat penance. 
Yes, correct. So that's, that just feels like, uh, you know, just like a kind of a home... A victory lap where you just go... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everything you just kind of like breeze through. It's yeah. like, all right, man, now it's just all about like the getting the menu inputs and just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about dodging icicles or whatever the hell we'll talk about oh, next man. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always comparing oh, yeah. things to like the the castle raid and like Monty Python just going through just like slashing yeah, yeah like, <laughs> right yeah but uh but you know what's really exciting and I'm gonna like I'm gonna go ahead and say this and drop this here on this episode that means two episodes from now we'll be revealing what game we're gonna do next season Whoa. Oh, yeah. how exciting I you know what as far as I know so a lot of people have tried to guess what we're doing and like here's a little here's a little hint for people I don't think anybody's guessed it accurately yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Like Not out of anybody on our Discord or Twitter, I don't think anybody's trying said to it. figure out how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, shut up! No, 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 actually, it's funny. <laughs> Alex, that could be like seven of them by now. <laughs> See, I, I know you told me ages ago that you guys had like a system, but for all I know, it's completely changed because it's been like a year of this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it has been a year of this game. <laughs> it's Curtis. I remember specifically when we first started doing this. You said that, and I was like. Nah, that can't be right. No way. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's a long one. I think this might be like, this might be our longest season we ever have. I don't know that Probably. there's this maybe tw- 12 might until we Until we close. do 14. <laughs> yeah, until we do 14. <laughs> I, I think... 12 probably be close, but... Watching friends play through 7, like, the game just seems so short now in comparison. Now, yeah. yeah. Just, like, mm-hmm. hopping from thing to thing, like, this week we're in North Corral and we're doing this, and we'll it's see so what we one. get up to, and then we're out. And, like, yeah. it's just, instead of, like, now we're, like, we're th- we just talk three hours about super bosses, y'all. It's like, <laughs> I know! This is, like, last I mean, week our episode just had, like, two screens to it, and I think we were like, <laughs> should we go ahead and end it? It's only been, like, an hour. <laughs> like, and this one we're just like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, this is co- comparable to our Chocobo breeding episode of back in our first season. Right. Just, like, yeah. Fucking prep and like Except time it was you stretched. Have to put in. Yeah, that was like one week of misery. This has been like a month of like a slow burning misery. <laughs> I've become, uh, yeah, this is not a practical. I've, I've almost said it. We're going on month hiatus because we'll be back when we fucking do this. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Well, guys, thank you so much for both coming on this episode. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much. Much like this game, thank you for putting in the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's um, nice having some experts who have a kind of totally different angle on this and have constantly like probably played this game into the fucking ground. No, it was it was nice having people who know what they're talking about on for this one because yeah, like for a change. Because I like <laughs> fucking scratched and fucking clawed my way through this end game and was like, I don't know what happened. I did it, but I don't know how or why any of it worked. Which is probably how <laughs> the kids used to do it, right? They were just like Dude, I could not imagine doing this game like before the internet. Like all yeah. of this stuff, I couldn't I mean, imagine. The it was out. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't have it. True. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like early internet web forums. The like only your... thing that I can kind of come back to in terms of that is like this might have been the only game that you had for like an entire summer with like nothing yeah. else going on, you know? So like mm. it wouldn't be that outrageous to put like six or eight hours a day for like months. Into it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. At a certain point, if you're Just like, oh, all I classes, beat... it's fine. <laughs> like, like the main story of the game's pretty quick. Like 
relatively speaking. So mm-hmm. you could be like, oh, well, I beat that, but I want to keep playing this game because I love these characters. Oh, let me try and max out the sphere grid. Oh, let me see what else is going on. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. I guess Penance mm-hmm. wasn't in like the original or it was in the international release, right? International release, not yeah, in the original. Not yeah. I, I, I lived in Europe, so that's just the basic one that we got. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And they took it out because it'd be too hard for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at like I'm looking at Camper's numbers here. Like, oh yeah, like ten hours if if you're just doing the story, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yep. And that's if you're doing it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fast. Those unskippable uh, unskippable cutscenes, baby. Man, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it, Did I hear correctly that you sometimes practice other speedruns during cutscenes? Uh, I've done that. I think my my PS2 PB. I was practicing Chrono Trigger. That rule yeah. that for a bit because I'm like, there's downtime. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's just speed running while you're speed running. That's fucking yeah. <laughs> next level. My height is when I ran. Uh, this was any percent, but I ran PS2, PS4, and PC at the same time. Because <laughs> oh, as far as the route awesome. goes, it's like the same. It's just juggling. Like, okay, there's a cutscene here. I can go over here. Yeah. Yeah. Using the same controller? No, wait, you can't be using the same controller. I'm like, no. oh wait, where's X on this I w- one? I would have liked to, but yeah, I just had a, a mess of controllers and wires on my desk. <laughs> that rules. So Oren's overdrives are just fucking piss me off. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all the buttons are in different yeah. places. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, hats off to you, sir, for being, I don't know, more dedicated to the a legend. Than we are. <laughs> yes, yeah. we're like. You're going to play through every game and do a podcast about that? That's insane. How do you find We're the time? We're going to do it extremely slowly. It's going to take us one year to play FF10. <laughs> <laughs> God. But yeah, thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? Uh, so for me, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash camp number four R. Um, I've been running 10 and off things of 10 for a good while. I'm probably most notoriously known for either doing too much Nemesis doing a max celestial plat percent run or doing uh 0.0 catcher chocobo which is the one for the sigil with a dance pad i think that's that's (laughs) oh my god unbelievable that guy (laughs) i have not heard of that one that's amazing that's incredible (laughs) also reason i think you've been is it you've been streaming genshin recently right yeah been big on genshin yeah. Even. Also, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's running 13 now, so he's in like my domain. And 13. Which is, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, in your domain. You're like, welcome <laughs> to my world. <laughs> yeah. Sick and twisted fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Zwanzig? Where can people find you at? Twitch.tv slash Mrs. Zwanzig, as always. Um, You're, are you working on uh, Kingdom Hearts relay stuff, or are you just playing? Uh, that that was recently. There was there was a relay. Um, I missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was uh, it was it was a good race though. Um, I I ran Chain of Memories. Um, but now I'm retired from that game again because my PB is <laughs> way too good. <laughs> uh, the one with Donald Duck. Yes. <laughs> the one. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much. This episode has been very long. Um, yeah. I'm glad I'm not moving. Fitting. Fittingly. <laughs> yeah, fittingly. Yeah, and like, to be appropriate, it needs to be as long as the rest of the season all at once. Like, 
Um, I didn't think of any lead-in for you today, Alex. What are we doing next week? Oh, next week, we are fighting the final boss. We're going to beat the game. We're going to go to the end of it. We're not, I think we're going to uh, separate the up to the final boss and the actual ending of the game kind of into two episodes. There's a lot to unpack. There's post, a lot. That's the thing. It's like There's fights. only like one thing left to do technically, but it's... It's a lot. So it's probably going to be two episodes. And then on that second one, we'll also like wrap up our thoughts about the game and um, g- grade the last area <laughs> of the game and, uh, and do our next game announcement. Hell yeah. So I guess, Alex, would you spend about 70 hours maxing out all of our stats so that we can uh, get to these last episodes? Sure can do. Um, thank you to Night of the Round for the theme music. Thank you to Nobuo Uematsu, Masashi Amuzu, and Junya Nakano for the game music. So good this episode, like always. Mm. always. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe wherever you catch us, like on uh, iTunes or Podcatcher or whatever. Um, call us at 530-MATERIA. Um, we will be accepting those even over hiatus. I don't care. Just keep sending us stuff. It's fun. <laughs> Find us at every FNFF on all the things. And... I guess just stay away from the summoner. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.